The Film Buds podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Go to thefilmbuds.com slash donate to download our premium shows, buy Film Buds merchandise, or donate directly via PayPal or Patreon. That's thefilmbuds.com slash donate. Thank you. Everybody, welcome back Buckle up. to the Film Buds <laughs> podcast. This is episode one. One hundred. Do you know how to say one hundred in other languages? No. We really didn't do anything for this. No. Woohoo! I, yeah. That was, and, I hated that. Let's start the podcast over. <laughs> and welcome to the Film Buds. Chloe's leading this episode. We just you decided. Can. Yeah, if you want. No, that means so bad. <laughs> I did not do a good job having you. I think I it was. It. I enjoyed it. When I went back and listened to, to some of it for editing, it was a lot of fun. So, well, we welcome to the Film Buds, everybody. This is episode one hundred. We made it. Wow! And my name is Henry. Hey, and I'm your host, <laughs> <laughs> Henry Fairley. This is my adorable it. co-host. Thank you. Oh, Chloe. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's Brayden. Yeah. Sadly. Really he, quiet. Hey, he helped us get here. You know? He helped us get here to this point. We're so. obsessed with Brayden. Yeah. We love you, Brayden. We miss you. Yeah. Come back to us when you're ready. Yeah. And he's probably like saving the world or something. Probably. Yeah. God knows. So today we are gonna be talking about the very controversial film Joker, starring Joaquin Phoenix. Face palm. And then we're also going to be doing a retro review of a classic, probably one of the more controversial films of all time ever made, Literally. which is Stanley Kubrick's Clockwork Orange from yeah. 1971. Then we have some new trailers, like we got Birds of Prey, got that maybe Birds that new Guy Ritchie that... movie. We How got... good yeah. is that movie? Yeah. Matthew McConaughey <laughs> looks. Oh, good in that movie. Yeah. I don't understand why everyone's obsessed with a uh, handsome man over here. Charlie? No, I love Charlie Hunnam. Right? Which which guy? The dude who's, all he's got going for him is he's handsome man. Chris Hemsworth? We'll get to it. <laughs> okay. No, I hate Chris Hemsworth. And then we have some listener questions, you know, other stuff we watched, all of the usual stuff. So thank you so much again for joining us. For the 100th It's not my 100th episode. It's Henry's 100th episode. Right. It's my 90... But, yeah. Well, I mean, you you, have, you missed a couple, so you missed... How you, dare you? Those don't few, count. Yeah, okay. No, because my, my spirit, my presence was That's there. That's true. That's true. I was always in the room, even though you continually ignored my... Okay, look... Every single episode I missed, including like when I was literally having surgery on my body, when my body was being literally cut open. Right. Okay. When I was busy throwing bedpans at nurses. Yeah, suck it, dude, gave us bad reviews. Oh, yeah. Um Classic. <laughs> <laughs> um, I always sent in mail. Like, I always sent in. Which I would never receive. 
You never. I don't buy it. I never once read on the show. How did you never get it? We can go through my inbox. I do not have any emails from you. It's lunacy. It's same thing with your dad's email. Like he would say, I sent you an email. And then I think it's because the government still um, looks through everything we send before we it could send be it. but then i'll get it like three weeks later you know my dad speak you know how whistleblower my dad might get mad no it's all public record i think i don't know how whistleblowers work it's up to you whatever i don't care i don't think gary bear cares it'd be a great it'll be a great movie one day i told him this it'll be so good i don't know who on earth would play my dad in a movie though no idea who's i kind of want to go jgl I no? I don't know if I see that. No? No. I mean, they don't have to look like him, but I feel like he's got the vibe almost. Yeah. I have no idea who played my dad in the movie. Mm. Anyway, but yeah, so my dad was like, because whistleblower's like a big thing right now. It's like, right, yeah. My dad was a whistleblower. And then of the government, because he worked for the EPA, mm-hmm. I was like, y'all are not, you're lying to the people. Mm-hmm. And they sued the government. And then didn't, obviously, didn't. The government, he fought the law and the law won, yeah. you know? Yeah. But he tried. But anyway, so they he's still on like all these lists and stuff. For, yeah. Because if you work for the government and then you don't like the government, then mm. you're going to. So maybe that's why you didn't get it. Maybe. But it's like, yeah, it's I'll get it three or four weeks later. It's weird. No, a month later? Yeah. That's crazy. Very strange. So. Uh, Ugh. But anyways. Who on earth would play my dad in a movie? I don't know. Who would play you? You would play, but you you look like a I, little movie star, oh, though. Oh, thanks. I, I would just Lucas play myself. Hedges. Uh, okay, no, listen to me no now. Way. Listen to me now. You're, I don't mean that in an offensive way. No offense. I mean. Because I acting's not all about looks, okay, Henry? I don't disagree. But Lucas Hedges, I feel like, could play you. I feel mm. like he could capture your sensitivity and boyish charm. Maybe. We'll, 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 <laughs> we'll think about it. But anyways, Henry's so mad now. No, it's okay. Henry, you're cuter than Lucas Hedges. Okay, oh, that said, God, thank, thank goodness. That's that's. I know you're genuinely. No, I know you. You were kind of mad about it. No, not that he's. I yes, you were. No, it's just I, I'm not just not crazy about Hedges. How dare you? That's that's. I mean, he's a hey fine looking man. Hey, so no, it's nothing. He looks. I can't believe you. All right. <laughs> He's great. I, uh, he's, Manchester by the Sea? He is very good in that. Come on. Yeah. He's in Ladybird. I know he How is. How dare you? No. How dare you? You want me to say Timmy T? Sure. Too bad. You get Lucas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we so, got to think about who played Gary. Okay. My mom's got lots of options. It could be Indy McDowell. It could be um, Elaine. What's her Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Oh, yeah. It could be lots of people. Yeah. My mom. I, I could see that. Gary, on the other hand, that's that's gonna be tough. Like, it have to be like a Jim Henson puppet. Yeah, <laughs> It'd be like Dark Crystal style. They'd have to. <laughs> oh boy. So, well, Chloe, in terms of it being episode one hundred, any any thoughts as to how you know our journey here, how we got here over the last two plus years? Whoa, um, crazy! It's been an amazing, joyous ride. It has. Truly. A lot, a lot of memories. Really, truly wonderful. Always a joyous experience. Did you ever think we would Added be here? Added so much to my life. Honestly, Henry, yeah, because it's like a... This is going to sound really a... Uh, mm, 
I don't even know what the word is. Like uh, nihilistic, maybe. But Great. like, yeah, I know. I'm taking it there, I guess. <laughs> but like, it's like a runaway train. Like, we'll probably just do this till we're those two old Muppets. I hope so. You know the grumpy ones? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Can't stop. Mm-hmm. Can't stop, won't stop. You're addicted, you know. It's just like, how would we stop? It'd be weird. It would be weird. I'm I'm telling you, if in the times we've missed a week, I'm like, what am I doing? What the heck is going on right? around here? Oh, yeah, no. So, Can't have it. Yeah. So. I don't know. What about you, Henry? I'm glad we're we still doing Are we supposed to do it. this at the end? The sentimentality? Not necessarily, no. Okay, go for it then. I mean, I don't know. It's... I I never thought we would get this far, you know, when I or when I first started. Uh, so it was just uh, it's. I'm so glad we're still doing it. That's something we should mention. Henry one day just was like, you know what? Someone walked by our house. That must be my mom. But <laughs> sorry, we're the UPS man. Yeah, maybe Brayden. So. Yeah, Brayden. <laughs> so I mean, I don't even remember exactly what sparked it. I mean, I. I listened to one movie podcast that inspired me to, but I don't know what what it was about that day that I just said, "All right, Henry, you got to do this." You know, so you got to start. Listen to your heart. Yeah, I want you to do a podcast. Yeah. So and now we we have two podcasts. We have the Music Buds as Dose. well. So you that's know? crazy. Yeah, and Chloe. Oh, we gotta do that. Yeah, we should. Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, uh, <laughs> Chloe. I would start a third podcast with you like that. Wow. You know, I don't, I might, don't even know what we would do for a third one. We've talked about that, but I don't know what we would do, actually. That would be good. But, you know, My, time will come. I mean, it's hard to even decipher if this one's yeah. good. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> true. Nobody said that was a necessary ingredient. Yeah. <laughs> the first ingredient's love. After that, that's all you need. It's all up in the air. Yeah. <laughs> Well, any Chloe, anything else going on with you these days? I mean, we've been having some chats off air about various things, but you know, we'll keep that. <laughs> we'll keep that below the belt. You know, that's not the right term. <laughs> <laughs> what that? That dead goes on your little list, Henry. Oh my god, the best one. What was the best one you did? I don't. Oh my know. god, it was so. Fu- oh, There's, unisex. <laughs> oh, Ron Howard. <laughs> the, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Unisex. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what that's the a good, heck? That's a good term. Uh, yeah, for appropriate use. Mm. <laughs> or you know what? Live your best life. No, what about you, Henry? I feel like I should have things. I can't think of darn things. Not too much. Just been in school, really, for a, a lot of the time. Been in, you know, had a music quiz the other day. <gasps> think it went well. I, I don't oh, know. Yeah. Don't don't jump the gun here. I, I, I don't know how I did exactly, okay, but I I'll think I did up. well. I'm sure you did. So. If you think you did well, I'm sure you did great. I hope so. And if you didn't, guess what? It's just a day. Next time. But I got midterms coming up relatively soon. Wow. Yeah. So. I can't help you study. I'm the worst study partner ever. Great. I get so distracted (laughs) so easily. I can still help you, though. All right. We'll figure something out. Because You know what I'm good at? I'm good at really not understanding things because I don't listen, right? So right. you really have to explain it to me. So you'll really have to understand the concept well, in order to them. get it across to me. Yeah. You see what I mean? hmm So you're welcome. <laughs> so, all right, well. Fine. Chloe, should we? I mean, we should. Ugh, I, we got I feel a lot. like I should have stuff to tell you about my week, but I really care. Have I? Has anything interesting happened to me this week? 
No. No. Nothing that we would talk about on here, I think. So, <laughs> you know. I God. Yeah. Well, since we, yeah, we do have a lot to talk about, we should go ahead and jump in to our first review. If you ask us directly in mail, I'll answer your question. So, yeah. Get into our first review of Joker. We have One a clip. With, hey, I'm the host. <laughs> I have a clip. I wish I didn't. Here's a clip. Take a listen. You know, I do stand up comedy. You should come see a show sometime. I could do that. People think you're weird. They don't feel comfortable around you. I don't want you worrying about money, Mom. Or me. All that sacrifice, she must love you very much. She always tells me to smile and put on a happy face. <laughs> You're so funny, aren't they? All right, so Joker is directed by Todd Phillips, co-written as well by him, and it stars Joaquin Phoenix, Robert De Niro, Zazie Beetz, Francis Conroy, Shea Wiggum. Shea Wiggum's one of my favorite movies of all time. What's that? Wrist Cutter's a Love Story. Mm. That's one of my very favorite movies of all time. Can we do that as a retro at some point? Sure. Wait, we should do a swap soon. We have no sw- We did that swap. That was fun. Yeah. Actually, it was horrible, but you didn't understand the concept of the swap. No. You just picked a random movie. That's yeah. not how the swap works, okay? <laughs> hey, like, it's, it's we each pick one. That's, that's No, that's not really. how the swap works, Henry. Okay. I gave you a piece of my heart. You give me gum off your shoe. Ooh. I, I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, anyways, we'll, we'll we'll figure it out. He plays a Polish uh, punk star. Shea Wiggum. Hmm. I mean, he's dead. Right. We're all dead. Right. Spoiler alert. <laughs> and the synopsis is a gritty character study of Arthur Fleck, a man disregarded by society. Well, so, my eyes even to that a man disregarded by society yeah so this one yeah has been causing quite the stir in many ways it 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 did win the top prize at the venice film festival recently what oh you didn't know that oh yeah what else was at the venice film festival i don't know nothing probably not (laughs) apparently movie about farts (laughs) (laughs) i'd watch that like that's the like the jack black movie from uh, tropic swiss army man yeah Oh, yeah. So, and then this, yeah, it's uh, Chloe and I saw this together last night. I was doing some yoga in that theater. Yeah. Yeah, you were stressed. You were moving, for sure. I was moving. You were active. Well, Chloe, I mean. Where to begin? What did you think of Joker? Now, there were parts of the movie that it seemed like you were in for it. But then by the end, it seemed the tide had turned. Hey. About 10 minutes into the movie, what I say to you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> then about an hour in, what I say again? Same thing. Yeah. Although and then the, at the end. Although there was something where you were like, I'm back in. There's a twist. I was really just trying to be in, though, honestly. Yeah. Because that was the other thing. Okay. We can start off with this. Because, okay, just so everyone knows, I'm about to be on my little soapbox this whole time. So, okay. oh, and we should say, let's do a spoiler free talk. Then we'll do a spoiler Fine. discussion afterwards that I'll put at the end of the show. Okay. Whatever. So, spoiler free right, right, right now. Okay. Anyway, but I will say it was so predictable because I whispered everything to you that was going to happen. No, I kept saying, oh, and you said, maybe. What do you mean, maybe? It happened like 
five times. Well, go yeah. And there was supposed to be twists. I don't know if there are supposed to be that many twists. Oh, I mean that's a twist, but I mean that's. I said. You 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 did say that at first though. You only you only said that right before they revealed it. No no no. Oh yeah. I think it got you. Oh, wait. You know the best thing? This is not a spoiler. If y'all are dedicated film buddies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. The best thing that's ever happened in my life. Okay, so I'm not a big Joaquin Phoenix fan. I think he's a freak, okay? Right. Apparently, that means he should be able to shoot me without any repercussions Mm. because I'm, uh, you know, making fun of him. Yeah. But. Well, now, if if you do know Chloe's prediction skills. She, you know, just recently, recently we had the fake Ramones <laughs> fan. But if you had any doubt in your mind, you can check out a few sometime in the last couple episodes where she did say, "What did you say?" I Chloe? said, "Guaranteed, Joaquin Phoenix will be bathing his mother in this movie." <laughs> and lo and behold, he does. He you does. <laughs> He's a freak. Yeah. I think it's written in his. His contract. In his contract. He says, yeah. let me bathe an old woman. Yeah. And then and then the thing you said. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, on he did say on, I think, Jimmy Kimmel <laughs> or Jimmy Fallon that when he invited his mother to the <laughs> one of the award shows, the after party, he thought he was she was a sexy dancer <laughs> with how and they do dance together again. <laughs> and so it's ringing very true. He has some mommy issues for sure. <laughs> Which is even worse because she's clearly a rat. Oh boy, terrible. Yes, she's not dead. So, very much alive. <laughs> apparently. So. If she was Joaquin, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Anyway, this movie, we're being far more respectful if you asked me than this movie was to anybody else. So, it's fine. But yeah, I predicted the. Come on. Wow. Worth it. I predicted the bathing. Yeah, you did. I wish I was wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't we all? Anyway, um, where to begin, Henry? There are so many places where, uh, wow, I'm so incredibly upset. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, I want you to back me up here. I really genuinely was going into this without, I said, we'll just wait and see. I was not going into this as like. Ready uh, to hate it. At all. I don't, I really don't really do that. Suicide Squad, I resented right away. Okay. And it's mm. yeah, fine. Although, I mean, especially when you're comparing those two movies, this one is like, well, so I mean, that, neither are, you know, was, the best examples of, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Responsible here. filmmaking, perhaps. Right. Well, so that's the interesting thing. So, like, uh, if you know all the tea, then Todd Phillips was all like John Wick, like, mm-hmm. left. That's when I should have known. I told Henry this that when he said the whole left wing media is making this a narrative about that. I said, okay, left wing media, okay, it sounds like familiar, whatever, okay. <sighs> okay, so the very interesting thing is I think Suicide Squad is irresponsible filmmaking in that it's trying to bank on the idea that it's irresponsible. Like it sure. knows what it is, and it was, it clearly was doing it intentionally, as especially it was, it was. Um, very much a big thing. They're like, it will be PG thirteen, so we can market this to the kind of 
angry age, if you will, the right. kind of resentful, the people who, you know, teenagers and everything. Okay. Now, and they, they like the, they kind of were trying to build perhaps more controversy than even came out of anything. Okay. Mm. The biggest controversy was that like Will Smith was boring and everyone was shook. Okay. I, I, th- I thought he was one of the better parts of the movie. But... I know. I'm just okay. Anyway. So, but then, in this movie, this movie was trying to be art. But, life imitates and blah, blah, blah. Huge controversy came earnestly from it because of the day and age we're in. Which makes it far more interesting as a movie in the current culture, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So that in and of itself is fascinating, and it made me curious about the movie for sure. But I did not have any, even despite the director's stupid comments, I didn't have any preconceived notions because I really didn't know what this movie was going to be, especially from the trailer. You had no idea. Yeah. You know, I thought it could even be a early Aronofsky vibes. Mm, yeah. You know, sure. like very isolated, very, you know, yeah. nothing's really happening kind of deal. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Classic Aronofsky. No, no, no. You know what I mean, no, though. You know I, what I mean. I know what you mean. Um, well, this is, I will say this is co-written by Requiem for a Dream. No way. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Hey, look at me picking up on things. Yeah, so. Wow. Okay. Well, that didn't come across. So, anyway. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> that guy should have been listening to more. So, yeah. no, that kind of makes sense, though. Yeah. I was, yeah. So, anyway. Sorry, I'll focus. It'll be tough, but I'll try my best. We're good. And also, I'll let you talk sometimes. Just kidding. I'll let you talk. Okay. Okay. So, so anyway. So, from the get-go, interesting, because this movie wasn't trying to be like that, but it ended up being like that, which in a lot of ways is kind of worse. It's a lot more dangerous. It's so meta. Okay, wait. I don't think this... Shoot. What is a spoiler and what isn't? Oh, my God. I mean, I can always bleep it out. By chance, did you listen to the... Last Wait, episode. is it so funny? No, I didn't. With the bleeping, I might. Is it so funny? I'll pull it up in a second. Yeah, please do. I bet's yeah, hilarious. I will. Okay. Oh, Papa Strauss. Okay, <laughs> he's everybody's favorite Strauss. Yeah. Okay, just because my mom's not Strauss anymore, you know. Other otherwise, be. I told my dad he's my fourth favorite person. Wow. Yesterday. Yikes. He he understood. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> anyway, um. So, I don't think... Shoot. Okay. Let me form my thoughts so it's not a spoiler. Because this is important. This is important, I think. Okay. Okay. I got it. I haven't thought at all, but I'm just going to go for it. All right. Okay. So, it's super meta because in an interview, Todd Phillips said that this movie, it wasn't supposed to... Like, it's not at all... Political? Political. And he got laughed at. Oh, did he? By the audience. Hmm. Like, it's not political. And that kind of ignorance, and I do think it's ignorance, plays, is, shows exactly why the movie does not work on any level thematically. Because it is so unaware of itself that it can do no good. It can only do harm in this world we live in right now. 
purely. Like, trust me. Trust me, everybody. <laughs> Honestly, this movie is literally so irresponsible. It's dangerous. And to think that in any world, this art is worth what could... Uh, what feelings could feel validated by it is, like, despicable. Because art is... You're supposed to feel connective, connected and in a lot of ways motivated by art, right? Like, let's think of a lot of movies in, in my childhood that have kind of inspired me to do a lot of things, right? Like this podcast, obviously, even, right? Sure. Movies like Drive Our Dreams and you think of characters who inspire you and even like TV shows like Samantha from Bewitched is like a hero to me. Mm-hmm. Feminist icon, even in black and white. And I was like, yes, queen. Okay. And it's just like, if you watch this movie, just, uh, I hope you catch my drift. I just feel like it's very much tries to, it's very irresponsible in that it thinks of itself as, oh, God. I don't know how. I'm sorry. I'm doing a bad job. No, I fell no, off. You're fine. You're fine. I fell off the boat. Okay. Let me back up. Not too far. Don't worry. Mm. Oh, and I do want to quickly interject. Forgot to mention at the beginning of the show, we are going to be doing a video bonus version of this show that's going to be on YouTube. Kinda. Yeah. Not. It's not no. just. It's not going to be us for this episode. Or I mean, uh, this what you're listening to right now. We're going to be do- doing like an extra little. Yeah. Video version. It's so, bonus stuff. Yeah, and so we'll post about when that's up, but just quick little interjection. So <laughs> sorry I can't talk today. <laughs> he was trying to stall for me. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> um but yeah. So basically this movie is <clears throat> like going to be see- I believe this movie truly will be seen as an excuse for people's uh almost emotional laziness honestly to to put it very harshly but truly mm-hmm. like it's it's like this is because I'm really harsh but it's a harsh movie they chose to make this movie it's a harsh oh, movie yeah, I don't, oh. it's intense it's like when people were saying that, like, uh, people should be nicer to school shooters so that they don't shoot people. <laughs> yeah. That's literally what this movie is, in a nutshell. Like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, mm-hmm. that's crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I, I know, Chloe. Yeah. By the way, they're not. <laughs> don't need to convince me. And at one point, I was like, oh, they're going to go into this talk. And then they're like. Nope, just kidding. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Towards the end with Robert De Niro? Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, I think they're gonna... Um, I think this is the... Ter- I think this is the pivotal... Oh, just kidding. Ah, mm-hmm. Nope. Oh, okay. Oh, so... Oh. Oh, so this... Oh. Right. It's just... It's just horrid. It's just horrid. It was just like victim blaming in a nutshell. So much so that... Like, it's victim-blaming to the point, like, of just, you know, everyone who's not um, malicious, I guess. Whatever. I don't even, well, How do I phrase this? Okay, he's a murderer, right? Yes. He's, he's literally... Be- becomes one, yeah. Well, okay. 
He becomes the Joker. Okay. So that's not a spoiler. We all know he becomes the Joker. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So he, and I think it's pretty well known that he is, because they have kind of heavily, he has a lot of the attributes of that are common of a lot of our, like, shooter problems in America, those individuals, right? Like the manifesto kind of deals and the everybody is horrible, so why don't I just, whatever, and blah, 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 right? Yeah, So this movie basically is is kind of perpetuating the idea that that behavior is somehow okay, which is just absolutely shocking, you know? And to do it in a, in a, in a, and even if it's a super villain, but in like, to put that in the, in the, uh, person, in the body of somebody who you're choosing to put more in a human world. Like, that's the whole thing with this movie is like, it's, it's a joke of like a real dude, right? Yeah. Very grounded. Like, Heath Ledger is like nutcase, right? Mm-hmm. Like, in Gotham City, like Batman's running around like crazy, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Distant, super distant, not pa- like very distant, mm. right? This extremely grounded intentionally, like you said. I don't think this is a spoiler. Literally, they have, and they say it's not political and everything. This is how unaware of itself. At the, at the best, I can say the benefit of the doubt. I can say is that they were just unaware and just it got out of hand what they were doing because, um, it has no relevance to the plot. But the, they, and you didn't even see it, Mm-mm. but it, there's a, like, we're protesting or whatever. And there's a Donald Trump, like, pinata thing in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not political somehow. Yeah. Okay? And so, like, you're choosing to make this all very much our world right now, even though you said it, be- like, <laughs> mm-hmm. okay? Basically, you're choosing to make it, like you said, grounded is a really good word for it. And so you're too, so you're bringing down this kind of otherworldly villain, which is one thing, sure, right? We're, we're also in that world, like good and bad, and that's why you can kind of like the Joker because he's like a bad guy, mm-hmm. but he's like kind of cool. But also, yeah. you know he's going down. That's the other thing. Yeah, like the Joker, you know the Joker's gonna lose, so that's another reason you can be like, yeah, it's kind of cool, right? Mm-hmm. But in this, you're making it super real, so you're putting this right in the hand of somebody who might be on the edge or whatever teetering to idolize it's like what are you doing Hmm. even down to the masks what are you doing you try and tell me we're not gonna you try and tell me we're not gonna (laughs) see that and of course that's when we get down to the whole you know first amendment and everything and i get i understand i'm not talking of course this movie should be allowed to be i get it but it comes down to the responsibility of the filmmakers i don't understand how on Earth this got made. I guess just because Joaquin Phoenix, everyone's at the end of the day as well. I'm moving on, don't worry. No, it's at fun. the end of the day as well, this movie is just, and this is the thing I don't like about Joaquin Phoenix, okay? For example, and this pulls back to his interview where he walked out because someone was like, well, what do you think about people who are going to emulate this behavior? Inciting violence, yeah. And he walked out, and his reason for walking out was because he somehow hadn't thought of that as a possibility, which is shocking. You've Dedicated literally, especially Joaquin Phoenix, he lost 50 pounds, whatever. He dedicated literally his life to the role. It never occurred to him in this day and age that that might spark. That kind of uh, distance from the real world 
should discredit you as an actor whose whose job is to portray the human condition. Like that is sh- unforgivable. I don't care how good you are, like pretending to cry. Like that is <laughs> shocking, right. you know. And everyone thinks he's an amazing actor. Blah, blah, blah. Fine, except he's so. And it's the same with the whole movie. So self indulgent. The script itself is so empty because, on another note, don't worry. Like I said, I'm moving on. No, you're fine. Plot wise, it makes no freaking sense. They try to grant it like the whole Michigas with his lineage and everything. Mm. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, it's not Henry. It makes no sense. Also, this movie hates women. By the way, I don't know if we should talk about that, but think about the women's roles in this movie. Hates yeah. Oh, Henry's got that little smile because he knows I'm right. Okay. So, just saying. And Ayub indirectly manages to blame women for literally everything, which is incredible. But, um, anyway. Uh, you can tell when no women are involved in a production. But, in any case, or feminist even, I should say, like, if you were involved, you might, well... You wouldn't want it to happen, but you might not notice. That's the thing. No, nah, I, I mean, I would have done it in a way that would have been a little bit more politically correct. In terms, it's not of, even politically correct. It's just realistic. I, I, I mean, make it more to where it's more of a a strike down of that culture rather than a lift up glor- glorification. Yeah, even just perhaps. Yeah, like I said, realistic. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, anyway, but um, anyway, so like even his lineage, it's almost the same problem as Ed Astra. So it's these dudes who have this, cri- like they've had this like, I have this insane idea. It's going to like revolutionize like the world and the movies. Okay. Okay. And what I mean in this like Ed Astra is they have this idea, but then they don't have anything to back it up with. Like Ed Astra, when it went, even when we're talking about the simple stuff that Clobo understands and should be able to figure out. Like, his lineage, that story was so messy. Why did they even do all that mess? It gets a little messy. It's so messy. It it literally doesn't make sense. Hmm. You're setting it in this world. Well, guess what? I know, because I'm a normal human, how it works. Again, no spoilers, I know. But, like, I know how child endangerment works. Like, it's it's simple rules, you know? Especially since it's set in the past. Like, on this planet. Like, I literally know what happened. Like, Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So there's that, which is a whole other reason why this movie made no freaking sense, which is very distracting. And there's no real backstory for his. I just thought. So basically, what I'm getting, the point I'm getting to, if you could ever find it, is that the movie itself is like an empty vessel. Like that's just with like almost like a drawn on background for Joaquin Phoenix to like dance around in. You know what I mean? Sure. Which I think is speaks poorly of everyone involved. Everyone. Yeah. And that's where I'll stop for the moment. Whew. That's a lot to follow. A lot to digest. I, I, I genuinely have no idea how you feel about it. So, I mean... You were quiet yesterday. I was trying to process it. And we yeah. ran into Will Davies again. Yeah. Who's on the the very first episode of Film Buds, and so uh, we've run into him. All, and he liked it twice over the last. Uh, well, all right. So now I'm kind of divided. Mm. Okay, so now I completely agree with everything you just said. Mm-hmm. Completely. I, however, 
I still enjoyed the movie a lot. I I now I I think that I do have an awareness about it. I completely agree. I think that there there is a point again no no spoilers, but I think there's a point towards the end where they could have gone a, a certain way in terms of striking down this uh I don't know what you'd call it, like these acceptance these people disregarded by society who are then becoming angry and rising up. They're um, not disregarded by society. Or or they 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 are they are two ways alienated by society, by themselves and by society. We do have a very flawed healthcare system. Yeah. And that is true. That is not the fault of every citizen. Right. That this movie makes it out to be. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that they do by the end. It's it's a cautionary tale, but I think that's only going to work for some people. Whereas I think with a lot, a lot of other people, like you just I said, don't even see it as a cautionary tale. I kind of do. Because though. it's an origin story. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think it can be both. Okay, but what about the end there? Well, that, what, like loving him. Well, that, that's what I'm, I'm Oh, you got to believe that out? To. Sorry. No, no, no. No, you're fine. So... I think the ending is the weakest part of the film because it's giving you this cautionary tale that could be looking directly at yeah. current society of all these school shooters and all these unstable people that are kind of coming out of the the woodwork. Mm. And I think that it had a chance to really hit that culture right back down, almost right as it was bringing it up. But it doesn't really do that. It does the opposite. Yeah, and so I think that it's, I think, especially even just with the press that's been going on, I think in the wrong hands in this day and age, I think that's going to hit people in the worst possible way. It's literally shocking. Like, like for example, uh, last night, there was a, a report from, there's a New York theater where there was a guy audibly yeah. laughing at all the on-screen murders. Yeah, laughing and, he was, and clapping. Yeah, and he was escorted out. And so it's like, just like that, that's clear. And of course, I mean, who knows who that who that guy is but yeah like it makes sense like that's the thing with freedom of speech and everything like people are gonna do what they're gonna do but it's a responsibility thing if you're choosing to make a movie about somebody like this to not fully embrace that part of the story solely as like why are you choosing to make this man based on these attributes that he's abandoned by society that he is depressed that his medication isn't working for him that blah 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 makes him that he chooses to kill people makes him literally is what makes him happy makes him a hero yeah that is so i don't understand how like so many people decided that this was okay to make Mm -hmm. like again i'm not saying it shouldn't be made well I personally don't think it should be made. I think a, no one should think it should be made. I understand they have the right to make it and everything. I don't think anyone should have decided to show it. That's how mm-hmm. freedom of speech works. You can do what you want. No one should support you. But that's what happens, especially in Hollywood and everything. You, Joaquin Phoenix and all the hype and everything. And it just that's why so many people want to see it. You know, we had an incredibly diverse. Did you notice our theater was crazy? It was all ages. I, I didn't notice. It was, I, I was all kind of... ages. It was all races. It was like very unusual and it just kind of also sucks that like this is the kind of thing that brings society together yeah it's like pure human torment like misery porn as some people put it sucks yeah 
It just sucks. Yeah. Is there a... a do you hear that vibration? Or is that just me? Is that your phone? No. Yes. <laughs> How so, do you hear that? <laughs> I don't know. Whoa. So I, I, I think... Was, I was too in it, I guess. I yeah. almost started crying, Henry. I don't know if you hey, saw. I, I didn't. It's, it's very... It's, it's genuinely really upsetting. I know it is. I know. And so now, I'll say this. It was literally shocking. I, I like, know. I... I know. I'm glad I was there with you, Chloe. I Look, I can't imagine. Waterworks, pure. Don't cry, we should Chloe. be filming it. They're coming out. Yeah. Look, they're falling on my yeah. cheeks. I'm glad you weren't there by yourself. Oh. I, I can't even imagine what that must have been like. Hard. But and now let me say this. I think, well, I agree with what you said. I, it's, I don't think any, regardless of what a movie is trying to say, I don't think any movie is worth that a the police force around theaters should having to be like on high alert. Like no, no movie is worth that, no. you know, regardless of what it is. No, you know, police shouldn't have to be outside of a theater. Yeah. You know, you know, looking and for EMS, by the way, yeah, looking for shooters. It's like that's not, you know, that's shocking. not all right. And so, but again, even with that, I think the amount of publicizing this movie has done, that's yeah. even hurting the, the case of, because people are, realizing oh police on are on high alert people are watching now i can go and do this exactly. uh, shooting and so it's like there's so many wrong ways that people are going about marketing the movie making the movie and so it's really it's quite something like it's it's, it's really disheartening in many ways especially in an art form that's supposed to like i mean movies were like the happiest art form like that's kind of I think well, yeah. it can bring so many people together. Sure, so accessible. I mean, as it were, like everybody on the planet can literally like it's crazy. Yeah, we're watching the same. As it were, obviously, that's mm. not always that's not the best statement. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Ugh, just as a as an avid movie lover, yeah, it's so it feels like the the thing I love has been like desecrated. Ah, mm. yeah, and so no, I mean. That said, in terms of watching the movie itself, I still enjoyed. I mean, I really liked Walking Phoenix a lot. That's I mean, that's being said across the board. I really do like him. I like how the character is, how the character rises up, and I, I do like the idea of. I mean, it doesn't go in, it, into it too deeply, but I like the idea of someone. And again, it goes with the whole. It doesn't mesh well with the current culture, but someone being feeling like they're being disregarded by society society like the scene towards the end where he's in therapy and the lady says social services is being cut and he asks well what about my medication and she just says sorry and that's it and so it's like that kind of i like that idea of how angry people can become in the current day and age like for example on the op opposite side of things like where there are all these shootings all of these horrible things happening people are begging for change and wanting change but nothing happens and people just become increasingly tense and edgy yeah uh just through their daily life that's a very generous connection to make no, no i mean that this is, and so this is what I'm, I'm getting to is i don't think it goes into it into it deeply enough to where that idea fully resonates but i still think it's there which is interesting but again it's just touched on enough to where it could be interpreted the the opposite way of what we've just been discussing of like someone who is unstable looking for a someone to relate to in art that is 
far more present in this. Movie. I agree. I agree. I, I'm not. I'm not debating that at all. And so I think the issue is what it's really showing is like my therapist doesn't care. Nobody cares. These people all whatever. Mm-hmm. Everybody sucks. Yeah. Um, which I mean, I, I again, I, I don't disagree with at, at all. And so I think the issue is it wants to. I mean, it commits to that idea, but it doesn't go fully enough to where. I think the idea is clear enough of what I was just saying before about um, the the shootings. But I mean, I still really enjoyed. I enjoyed how it was shot. I enjoyed I, the scores by the lady who did Chernobyl, as well as she co-composed Mary Magdalene and uh, the Sicario sequel. But I really, really liked the score. She only does dirty things. Apparently, mm. well, Mary Mary Magdalene. I mean, that's it's not dirty. A little dirty, but I mean actual dirt. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, then you're you're right there. So I really really liked the score, and it was refreshing in terms of other comic book films. I liked that. I mean, that's a small thing, but I enjoyed it, and I really liked. I mean, because we both had you more so had an issue with how the uh, female character, the relationship Characters. with. with or no, I mean more so Zazie Beats, how that relationship appears at first, but then it, it does come back and switch things around. And it's equally unrealistic and bad. Remember what I told you? No. I said there's no way. Remember? Oh yeah. There just is no way. But I mean I still like the idea of it I like where he is thinking about how it's how not he thought of- through. Nothing in this movie is fleshed out at all. It all is so like I f- did you not feel that way? I mean, I, I I think some parts were, some parts weren't. It's not. It's by no means a perfect film. I don't think it it hits every point that or lands every uh, jump. But I, I I still found it an interesting journey. Although again, I think the ending is the worst part of the film, and and especially in in this day and age, if it had come out ten years ago, that might not be as much of an issue. But I think with just what this you know, the last year or two has had both politically as well as just with the the violent culture that we've been having to experience in America, I, th- I think it, it is an issue. I, I don't think it, it does the job that it, it may have wanted to do. I don't think it had a job it wanted to do, and that's the problem. Mm. I think the type of person who would put all their life and time and effort into making a film without any real care as to the purpose or influence is the exact, it had the exact type of result they would, you know, be expected to have. Right. I mean, I, I, I mean, again, I, I agree with you for sure, but it's, I mean, it's, I mean, it's crazy to, to see how much of an impact this movie has made in both good and bad ways. Like it's just, it really seems to have, struck a chord with a lot of people and that is one thing about the movie it's not just a you know a five million dollar budget indie movie it is a r-rated mid-budget big star film that is being widely distributed and widely seen i mean it's gotten like it broke october records at the box office and so it's a lot of people are seeing it and like you said just from the screening last night I, i didn't notice it but there were a lot of different ages and I, I know some theaters are sh- putting signs up saying this is not a typical comic book film, which, I mean, 
that's not going to do a whole lot. I mean, parents are still going to go yeah. either way. And so I, I'm, I am worried in many ways to see, I'm, I, of course I hope nothing happens, but yeah. um, even just what we were talking about with the, the guy laughing at the murders and the, there's the theater in, I guess, Southern California that they cut the screenings because of a credible yeah. threat, you know? And so it's, it is affecting people, and I would say, in many ways, not in a good way. It's, I think, it, it it will strike people who are unstable and who have been looking for a, I don't know, a quote unquote way out to relate to a character and be like, hey, this person understands me, and yeah. But again, like, I mean, I, as just personally, I I was just able to see it as a cautionary tale and say, well, that's a horrifying idea of if someone feels that way, look what they can do and look what they can inspire. But again, that's not going to be everybody's feeling towards it, especially since so many different types of people are seeing it, which is an issue. It's not like a niche group of, of audience goers. I also don't even know what they wanted the theme to even like actually be like, what were they actually even trying to get across? Like nothing. I mean, I, I just saw it as a, just, a, a character piece about yeah. this person rising up. I don't know if there was. But then they added all this little stuff. Like they made. Like I said, if you're gonna make it literally political and everything, yeah. Mm-hmm. What the heck? Yeah. Ugh. And I mean, I guess, and also in, in terms of how the violence, it's not as violent as I thought it would be. I had heard really like. I mean, there is a moment of pretty strong violence yeah. towards the end for sure. It's not as violent as I thought it would be, though. But I think in terms of the commentary, I think there's an issue with how the character progresses in terms of committing violence. Because in the, I mean, it's not really, maybe it's a spoiler. It is, it is. There are a few killings, his first killing. It is. No, big spoiler. No, I'm not. I'm not saying who's who's being killed or anything. It's okay. just, I mean, it's no spoiler. He he kills people. He's the Joker. Everybody knows that. I won't. I won't say who or or how, but he he does. But his first few killings are people who are, uh, you know, beating him up, who are you know, um, insulting him, and and so then he ends up killing people for that reason. And while that, of course, it's still not okay to kill people. That feeling feels slightly more motivated mm-hmm. in, in a relatable sense in terms of fighting up and rebelling against mm-hmm. people who are beating you down. But then it gets to the point, I guess I can't remember which one it is. Maybe it's when the the kind of whole rebellion starts. But then it just becomes killings for the sake of killings. And he's happy about it. Whereas there's no real motivation, relatable motivation. And the thing is, they make him a protect. It's set up to make him sympathetic. Like you said, he starts by getting beaten up and everything right. like this. Takes care of uh, Daddy's just one. Takes care of his mom. Yeah. And so he set him up as a sympathetic character. So by that point, when he's happy, your brain to some degree is like, oh. Mm-hmm. Although I will say in that respect, I I think they did a good job. I know, again, it's the issue is it's not clear enough to where everybody's going to feel this way. I got to the point where I did not care about him that much at all. I, I think they tried to make you care about him in a few moments towards the beginning. But I think they do a pretty decent job of flipping back to him being a pretty horrible person. No way. I mean, I no I, way. So when, no when, way because so, think about the apart the apartment scene towards the, you know right the the yeah 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 
what other purpose is there in that than to draw you back into his character? I don't. I, I don't know if I, I was. I wasn't drawn into that. I, I, don't, I don't. I'm telling you, that's what the purpose was, though. I I, I don't disagree with you. I I, I didn't feel that way because of what he had done pr- prior to that. But I I mean, I, again, it's not. That's not ever, how everybody feels. But I I personally, when he got to the point of becoming the Joker, I had no emotional attachment to him. I was just purely watching it just to see where it went, mm-hmm. and so. I, I, I don't think that it, it works entirely for that reason. But I mean, I, I, I didn't have an issue with it because I think it, it tried to do it at the very beginning, but I, I think it did a, a fairly decent job of flipping it back to, or like, okay, this is a terrible guy and w- of what he's doing. And so it's, it, you know, I and, and it seems like the reviews for both critics and audiences are all over the place. I know Michael Moore loved it. Uh-huh. Like he said, it's, it's a danger if you don't see the movie. And I read his essay that he wrote uh, on Facebook last night, but which was interesting to read. But then there are other people who are saying exactly what you say, you know, who are hating it. And so I think it's, it's, I mean, would you, I mean, it's a completely different type of story, but like the Wolf of Wall Street, is that, is mm-hmm. it kind of similar issues for you? Well, that's why I've said I think that's why I said I think tonal like you know Wolf of Wall Street is not my favorite Scorsese nor DiCaprio. I think I think DiCaprio I think Leonardo DiCaprio is super good in it. I think tonally it missed a little bit, but I think more it speaks to like, for instance, Leonardo DiCaprio had been wanting to make that movie for about a decade. I think if he had made it when he originally wanted to, closer to the time of the recession, then it would have it would have struck much more in the way they intended it to. Mm. Like, I was in, the, we've talked about this before, I was in the theater, like, crying when everyone around me was laughing. I know I'm extra and stuff, but no. like, it didn't resonate with the audience the way and it, it, it was intended to. You're supposed to look at this and be in shock and disgust not like whoa that's sick mm. you know what i mean like and they they did it and it's it's almost like this it's kind of gross like just no shade film buddies i love you society's kind of gross henry it's upsetting i'm getting too oh my god we're gonna get canceled no one's gonna listen to our show after i say all this stuff but like I, there's a lot worse stuff people say it's I just kind worry. of upsetting because like i said all these people somehow get unified in watching stuff, you know, horrific stuff like this. And then people love watching freaking Kardashians and crap and like Wolf of Wall Street. They think it's funny when like, uh, you know, somebody with dwarfism gets whatever out of a cannon for big game of darts. Mm. It's not supposed to be funny. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be horrible. Mm-hmm. Eating a goldfish is not funny. It's sick. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, making another human eat a goldfish live is sick. Yeah. You know, to prove, you know, it's animalistic, obviously. Like, but it's a good, that's a really good um, comparison to make because it shows the same, exactly the same kind of, uh, it's supposed to perhaps, yeah. I mean, that just, it makes sense, yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think... I think the Wolf of Wall Street was trying to do something 
beneficial to it was trying to shed a light on a gross part of society and kind of failed and this was just like indulging horrid i don't even know just the only word that keeps coming to mind is just so irresponsible just like so self-indulgent irresponsible just ugh, Mm -hmm. almost like entitled right i mean yeah i i I don't disagree I, i mean i still just from a smaller perspective, I still still found the journey interesting. I thought it was honestly, I thought it was like slow paced AF. I thought it was kind of boring, mm. especially in the middle. That was a long. I heard other people saying it as well. Oh really? Yeah. Well, yeah. When I was waiting for you, I was people were being like, "That was long." Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it's it's like I said, it it seems to be pretty polarizing. So I think some people are you know thinking it's a absolute masterpiece, what whereas other people are right where you are, Chloe. And so, I mean, again, I still found the journey interesting. I found it refreshing and, and um, just in terms of the places that it chooses to go with this type of character, I, I enjoyed that stuff. But again, by the end, there is an issue with what it's saying completely. Uh. And, um, but I still, I enjoyed just watching this. Uh, I mean, one thing I liked just from a filmmaking perspective is I like how it is purely through his perspective. Like it's not jumping around to other characters, which is mm. what you would happen a lot with this type of film is it, but you're constantly with this pretty despicable character. And and that's what I enjoyed almost like a kind of a taxi driver esque. I mean, it it's, it feels very reminiscent of taxi mm. driver. And so crappy taxi driver. That's the other thing. I hate it. Like it makes me think of, um, I'm sorry, Timmy, I love you, but it makes me think of um Hot Summer Nights, like when you're watching mm. a bad movie and it, you see all the good movies it's trying to steal from, and you're like, oh, roll my eyes. This That kept happening in this movie for me. I said, oh, please <laughs> stop. Please stop. If I want to watch The King of Comedy, I'll watch The King of Comedy. If I want to watch... It's not just because Robert De Niro's in it. Robert De Niro... Somebody needs to tell him that he's a sweet man. You can do SNL, Grandpa De Niro, if you get really, really antsy. But, like, go do a puzzle, please. Because I trust Marty with you. You guys can go have fun in the duck pond. But, like, I don't trust you with anybody else, okay? You Mm. can't drive anymore. You can afford Uber, okay? Please. Yeah. Do Uber pool, you know? You still you need some interaction with people. But sure. You can't. I'm taking the keys. It's that time, Bobby. It's that time. Yeah. So, I I, I mean, you're kind of the opposite. But I mean, I, I really enjoy these somewhat plotless character films. I, I, I enjoy... I can. I really, really can. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying you, you can't totally. But, I mean, I, I... I just think even the character was crap. I really do. Right. I really do. Right. And not, no, 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 honestly, yeah. not because I hate everything. Honestly, not because that. It kind of makes it easier to look at everything when you're like, wow, I hate this. Because then you can really, you know, when you fall in love with the movie, then mm. you're so, you just can't even think. You know what I mean? Mm. Like a person, like you just can't even hear what they're saying. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, I totally miss that you don't speak English. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like that, you know? So, but like with this, I was very much, but like, Joaquin Phoenix's character himself, I was just like, also super hollow, like not working for me at all. Like I 
I'm fine with a good character piece. Really am. Mm. I think it should be shorter than this was, if you're going to do that. But also, like, mm, he couldn't hold that. Also, you know I don't really like him. Mm. But, but I don't like him because I don't think he's that good. Yeah. I know it's a hot take. I know. Hey, we're, I mean, this is full of hot takes. It's okay. Oh, my eyes. Yeah. And so, I mean, I... I, I mean, I, I just enjoyed... Not enjoy, I mean, enjoyed is maybe the wrong word, but I, 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 I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go with it. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed watching this kind of breakdown of a character. I like these, you know, damaged characters who are. You see this com- very dramatic arc, and so I, from that perspective, I re- really liked it, and I found that refreshing and and ambitious, ambitious in terms of where it chooses to go, and I, I just, I like the look of gotham as well I if just, you can I, explain I, the pajama pants to me i'll be sold i'll give it five stars pajama pants his stupid gigantic pajama pants i think that's just because he's so slim no those pants those were some mc hammer pajama okay, pants okay, he could have jumped out of a plane and well, been fine it, wasn't this like in that's like rocking bullwinkle wasn't this like in the 70s still they were, um, i will say i was about to turn to it at one point and say Love those pajama pants. No! <laughs> when he's right before he gets into the fridge. <laughs> I was about to uh I was like, I gotta get some of those. So I I I was about to say that. I was so close, but then it, it cut away too quickly. So poor Henry, I pissed Henry off again. That's no, okay. I mean it's <laughs> I mean it's it's fine. I really held it together pretty well after a little bit. I I did like the hallucination at first of the or the dream of him being in the crowd at the on the talk show. I really liked that and how yeah, it, I liked it. I really liked because that was a moment that really made the movie feel genuine. I liked it as well because we've all kind of had. I mean, I've yeah. like had that when I was little. Yeah. Also, but how? Oh my god! That's what I'm talking about. My problem with this movie: just make him be able to spell. Why is he a terrible speller with terrible handwriting? You know what I mean? Well, I mean, I, th- I think... Does the Joker have terrible spelling with terrible handwriting? He writes pretty poorly, I would say. <laughs> he does? <laughs> it seems like does it. he have bad handwriting? I mean, he might as well start doing the letters cut out of magazines thing. His writing is not great. I mean, but again... That... The Joker Joker? I mean, sure. not in this movie. I mean, I, th- I mean, like, for example, like the... In Suicide Squad, like with the his tattoos are the very jagged, and I think that yeah. that's again, um, I can't remember in the Dark Knight exactly what his. I mean, it's definitely weird. Ooh, I feel like mm, I feel like Dark Knight Joker we should have some really nice like found pen cursive though. So. Maybe, perhaps. But I feel like they could have at least made his handwriting like go downhill as he. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. It's, and so, yeah, I mean, again, there, there are some moments I, I liked. The, I liked the talk show thing at first as well. Yeah, I liked the, I mean, again, the stuff with the, his mother. It just, <laughs> it is, I mean, now in a vacuum, in a vacuum. <laughs> give her a moment here, people. I'm so done. Look, everyone can keep telling me that Wicked Beast is a great actor. He's I think he is. A coot. Well, I think that's w- what makes him no, so interesting. No, I don't have time for people like him. Go away. Do you know how many talented actors there are in this world who aren't 
effing bananas unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Go away, Joaquin, okay? Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, not to mention, if you don't like Casey Affleck, you should not like Joaquin Phoenix, okay? Ugh. Right. Anyway. So, I, you know, I think there are some moments of the film like that that do work. I... I can think of that one. Yeah. Oh, and oh, what? No, this is what so I was going to say. So over the effing dancing on the stairs. I like the Jesus dancing on the stairs. I, I, I liked I like it the that. first time I saw it in the trailer. In the movie, it lasts about twenty years, and also the whole thing just so implausible. He's running down the. Oh God. Hmm. And then, do you know how disrespectful this movie is to? Look, I'm obviously not a. What is that rude thing? Blue lives matter or something like that. What? Blue lives matter. What like like blue collar people? No, <laughs> like police. Oh. The people who it was <laughs> I'll like that out. you know. No, that's hilarious. <laughs> no, like Black Lives Matter, obviously. Oh yeah. So people's response like, well, blue lives matter. Like if oh, police like, think they're going to get shot, apparently by a twelve year old, then why shouldn't they shoot the twelve year old? Because that makes sense. But anyway, so the reason I say that is because obviously police people should be, I. I do think that their lives matter. That does, yeah. But Black Lives Matter should not be fought. I'm not a Blue Lives Matter person was my thing there, right? However, police in this movie were hella disrespected because the whole, look, I, like I said, if you're not going to make it political, like you said, it's not a political movie, then don't make it a freaking political, okay? Because the protesters, if you watch the movie, protesters are associated with socioeconomic divides and everything, right? Fine, mm-hmm. that's the whole thing. I'm not going into spoilers. Don't worry. However, you got that whole deal, right? Then the police brutality whole deal, right? And even though they're supposed to be the good... Ridiculous. Ugh. Mm-hmm. But the whole movie is also just so improbable. When he's running off the thing and all the police are running that way, you tell me... When are we talking about here? In the subway. He's just running. Through the... You mean through the group of people? No, it's literally him running away from the subway station and tons of police running to the subway station. Oh. And you're telling me now one little police... This is the thing. Oh, this is why I'm saying his character is not even fleshed out well, okay? When I was talking about, like, character study I can get behind. Because it's like, is he stupid or smart, okay? Like, yeah. If you're going to talk about mental illness and everything, fine, sure. But that doesn't mean a person isn't stupid or smart or something, okay? You have other characteristics. Like, he even wrote down his little journal. It's funny how if you have mental illness, you're supposed to act. People think you, you're supposed to act like you don't or something like that. Mm-hmm. They don't treat someone like all they are is their mental illness, even if it's a character mm-hmm. who you're portraying on your screen, right? Like the Joker. It makes him, first of all, a lot less... Everyone loves Heath Ledger's performance because, for in part because he was so humanized. Like, he was, for lack of more eloquent words, he was like a cool dude. Right. And, like, he was so smart. Like, ah, uh, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and then you also just kind of wanted to give him a hug, but, like, you didn't want to get too close. Like, you were scared. I know, yeah. but, like, but that's, that's the thing. That's the thing. Like, there were so many different, right? Okay. Yeah. This, like... Is he stupid or is he smart? On occasion, these little like smart moments would pop out of his little. But he was boring because he was kind of dumb and he just got lucky. What? 
Oh my god. This is like the what are the you know those movies where people accidentally become president and say, Oh wait, that's real life. You know those mm. movies <laughs> No yeah <laughs> You know those movies you know those movies where like people just mind their but oh what's the movie I love? Chauncey Gardner. Chauncey Gardner. Chauncey Chauncey Gardner. No with idea. uh Peter O'Toole. What's the movie I love? I don't know. Ah shoot. Well, the point is, like, circumstantial movies where people are just minding their own business, do 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 do, and then all of a sudden, oh, like a uh, Forrest Gump kind of deal. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. Yeah. This is like that, but that's not what I want in a Joker. Mm-hmm. What the heck are you giving me? Yeah, it was I mean, so boring. There were so many opportunities. Like, if you're gonna be so slow paced, at least give me some tea in the middle. Mm-hmm. And then the whole thing through the fence where stuck us. Oh my God! Call the cops. That's what I'm saying. He's a, I mean, a kid. Not not every kid is gonna act. The like dude. A- Maybe he did. It's just, I mean, but again, how how are they going to track him? I mean, he's just like uh, he runs off, and it's in Gotham City. It's like a you know nobody gives a who's it, you know. Well, guess <laughs> what? Maybe they should have established that more since it's a standalone movie because mm-hmm. that didn't. Cut, that's another good point. All it was was some politics. Some there were two people: one person who lived in an ugly apartment, and one super, and one person who wants to be mayor, both saying. The Gotham is terrible, right? Mm-hmm. And that there's a garbage strike, which there's in New York City every other week, and people love New York City. Okay, good garbage. Joke so that is on the not show. enough. <laughs> that is not enough circumstance. That's too much tell, not enough show by mm-hmm. far to establish for world. But there was zero world. Mm-hmm. If you think there was zero world building in this movie, yes. And if this is a standalone movie, and you're like, this is a standalone movie. Then make it a standalone movie, and all those stupid little tie-ins roll my eyes. I didn't mind make the up tie-ins. your mind. I know you liked it, but guess what? Make up your mind. I thought the, I thought the, the shooting towards the end was a good, like that. That makes it feel like why there is such um, conflict between the two characters, Batman and Joker. That that I I thought was interesting. <laughs> I I mean I, I thought because that gives it like a kind of a more plausible reason as to getting behind Batman. Uh, but it doesn't even need. I hate it when you even need that. Batman's just a good dude. Sure, but no. I mean, in in terms of just the, it's empathy versus apathy. That's what I like about Batman versus Joker. That's the beauty of it. Sure, it's like the power of that story, particularly. Yeah, um, and that's discredited by sure the given circumstance. Sure, I I I mean, in terms of the world building, the issue is with all these because we have so many of these reboots, like. The superhero or comic book genre is like the biggest. Um, they have such so many chances to just redo something. They're like, okay, we did Spider Man. Okay, not very good. Let's do it one more time. Just pay one more time. Uh, oh, sorry, we messed that up. Let's do <laughs> one more sequel. Oh, sorry, guys. Let's we messed that one up. Let's reboot it one more time. Just pay. That's why my parents pay. had a second kid. But I'm bummed. Yeah. Pay pay for ticket one more time. We'll get it this time. We promise. And then it's like so. Then as these movies go along, they're having to then cut out certain parts of the the world building, so to speak, because they are expecting. Okay, they've seen two movies already. We so let's focus on other things. But they said this uh, was a standalone. Uh, nevertheless, even though they say it's a standalone, I'm sure in the the back of their minds, people are like, okay. Everybody knows Joker. He know they know he's in Gotham City. Let's give them the the um city of Gotham. 
people are going to be able to bring in what they know from Batman and other films. In well, order... I couldn't. Uh, therefore, it is not necessarily a standalone movie. And well, it's the... not brilliant. Then. <laughs> and therefore, Chloe, the point I've been tr- trying to get to here is it doesn't fully work. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, so like, I mean, for example, like in the, the amazing Spider-Man movies with Andrew Garfield, there is so little world, <laughs> world, uh, world building and character building with some of the supporting characters because they are so uh, much expecting Uncle you to, to bring over stuff from the Sam Raimi Spider-Man Toby. movies. Like, for example, the, the one in the second one that's dealing with Harry Osborn, there's no character building at all with that character in the movie because there's they're thinking okay we've seen three films with oh. harry osborne and james franco <sighs> and so then they know enough we don't need to do that much mm. in this film and so it's the same thing with this even though they say it's a standalone we if for example like let's say a 16 year old kid going into this movie who has not seen a batman movie it's gonna, almost going to be the same thing as what you said they're it's gonna like, have no idea what's going on exactly and like, like same thing with, uh, like I was talking about. Oh, with, especially with all the Wayne stuff. Sure, like I was talking about it with my mother last night, and she was having the same idea. Even though she's seen a few of the Batman movies, she wouldn't have much real context for the the city and setting. And so again, again, it doesn't fully work in that respect. It, it does some. I mean, I personally, again, it's just my own personal knowledge. I know enough to where I can fill in those gaps, and. It works for me, but for a lot of people, I'm sure it doesn't. Who are coming into Joker completely fresh uh, or or um, new to this world, and so I I it doesn't fully do that. I, I even I've seen all the Nolan ones. I'm just not like fully. Yeah, I'm not as whatever as a lot of mm. people, and I was still like, what? Sure. <sighs> and so it's you know it's it's hard to. Say, because again, there are so many reboots, so many remakes, so many spinoffs that, like, okay, what are we supposed to carry uh, into this film, film from from this one or from that character? And so it's it's hard to to do now or to make it standalone because obviously there's going to be a lot of people who are pulling from other movies no matter what. So, you know what what can you do? I, I sure don't. <laughs> <laughs> What can you do? So, I sure don't. Yeah. However, nevertheless, I still really enjoyed it. I, I I'm sorry. It may be a hot take. Sorry, everybody out there. I apologize. I I I still think it could have been done so much better in terms of really hitting the uh, instability of current of the current climate, but it doesn't do that totally. However, I still think it's an interesting cautionary tale, and I enjoyed its. I don't think it's a cautionary tale. I think it is. What What is the caution it's telling of? In terms of, um, look at how many people can, whether or not they're actually being neglected or overlooked, look what can happen to someone who is building up that that frustration and anger. And and again, I don't think it fully... It, it's just so nihilistic. I agree. And I get... And it's like, a terrible tale to tell. I, yeah, and I, again, I don't think it fully hits that. But I still found the... The journey of the character interesting and enter- entertaining, and just watching the 
decline of Joaquin Phoenix through his job and these relationships and his mother. Yikes. I <laughs> I thought it was very refreshing in terms of other films that come out and uh it it doesn't hit every beat but I I uh, I liked it. You know. So but I think that it's caused much more anxiety and disturbance within the current culture than I think is worth in any movie. Like we said, I don't No movie should have to have police officers outside. That's not, I don't care what you're talking about, you know? And so that's not worth it. If the, if we had the choice of this movie not being made ever uh, and not inspiring anything, I would so much rather not be made at all. But that's not the case. I mean, and so watching it, I still, I still liked it. So, you know, um, but I, I have been enjoying like reading the different views on it, which I think there's, I think there's an argument for many different aspects of it, but you know, mm-hmm. that's well, aside from the total lack of human decency and ethics, I think right. it's also a poorly put together film. I like the discussion at the, hospital the mental hospital with the clerk guy i like that that discussion where he's trying to get the the file i thought that dude was a really good actor yeah he's good also extremely unrealistic though that whole situation but again and this isn't it's not no no but look i i I agree with you but again it's gotham at least make him do something smart though just make him do something smart just runs everywhere like he, an he idiot. Is, yeah, he doesn't know. He's scared. He Just doesn't know what else to do. Just make him do something smart. But he's not that smart. <sighs> the whole thing is that Joker's smart. Not not necessarily. Oh he's my just... god. He just runs everywhere like a freaking idiot. He's going to faint. He's probably anemic and crappy. No wonder he's so pounds. skinny, man. He's running everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but And the whole backstory kill me. I mean, please don't. I shouldn't even joke about right. that. It's worse than that. So stupid. That whole freaking backstory is god awful. Mm-hmm. So stupid. It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. And this movie hates women and it probably hates you. Hates Oof. me. Hates everybody. Yeah. Because it doesn't care. I liked the I liked his laugh as well. I couldn't give a crap. Because it he made it out to be like I mean the script was like almost like he's choking. Painful. Yeah. Yeah, which I, I think it comes through, which I think is a new take on the on the Joker, which I liked. Yeah, except it also didn't make sense because at first they tried to establish that. Look, it's so messy. At first they tried to establish that it happened when he was uncomfortable, almost like a Tourette syndrome kind of thing. Okay, right? But then it moved around, and then the, the Joaquin Phoenix said in the thing that it was his inner happiness was was when he was being massacred curry and everything coming out and whatever and so they mm. didn't even talk about what it actually meant that's what i'm saying it's so empty that's why this movie matches only the lack of thought could create such a movie as this honestly and that is what i'm saying there is truly benefit of the doubt as far as human decency mm-hmm. yeah and i mean now one thing guess my star rating I did like the card that he has. Like, the, there's the scene on the bus. I really, I, I, I thought that was an. You'll ec- love what I'm about to say for this. 
Go ahead. He's handing out those cards, right? It's not just one card he shows somebody, like a nut card. I think it's just one card. No, because he gave it to the lady on the bus. She never gave it back. He gave it to somebody else. They never gave it back. I was watching. Nope, never gave but, it back. You know, nope, it, it cuts away, but I think you're supposed to nope. infer that. Nope, never gave it back. Okay? Never gave it back. He would not laminate all those cards. That's what I'm saying. I think it's one card. It's not. Because that's why he's so worried about the people jumping him on the subway because they're taking that away from him. And he would have, therefore, have no evidence of what his condition is That about. was so underutilized, the whole issue with the condition. And then they undercut the whole thing by insinuating that it wasn't a... Oh, my God. Don't get me going. Don't get me going on this stupid freaking backstory. Idiocy. So. Where they, like I said, blame a woman for everything that she had no control over. So, how fun. Sure. Also, if you noticed, all the healthcare professionals that are being blamed are also women. So that's cute. Hmm. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't pick up on that, but yeah. women of color, in fact, hmm. the only one, the only, I could be wrong, but uh, they're all women of color who are mistreated. Hmm. How double fun. Mm. Wow. I did like his stand-up comedy where he's, um, or, or the one that's being publicized later on. I like that whole sequence where it's, I mean, I again, I think it speaks to the performance that Joaquin Phoenix was able to, whereas a lot of scenes that are him, not, not I mean, embarrassing himself is the wrong word, but like his his condition coming out to where someone could be laughing at that or an audience member could be laughing at that. I think that he does a good job of making it feel self-aware of people being like, Oh wait, I shouldn't, that's, I shouldn't be laughing. That it actually is very sad to, to see. And I think that happens with the dream sequence where he's in the, in the crowd at the show. And I think mm-hmm. that happens where he's on stage at the, uh, yeah. so I think that part of his performance, again, that doesn't save the movie. I know for everybody, but I think that stuff, really worked and i thought that was interesting to watch yeah and i i liked the the confrontation on the show as well towards the end and i like the setup beforehand of what how he's doing his thing and you're like okay now i know what's what he's going to be doing but you know those they're, they're just small things but they worked for me so i'm spent you know let's wrap this, this thing up sarah <laughs> <laughs> Negative, whatever rock bottom is, take your little shovel and spend eternity digging, my man. Right. Not you as my man. Todd Phillips is my man in this case. Keep digging down to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Whoa. That was that was harsh, but I, I, I don't... Was it? No, that's, that's all right. <laughs> so, well... <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Phillips, I don't think you're a, the best guy from what I can see. I, I don't agree with everything you've said, but I i mean, I again, i it may sound like a, a hot take, but I mean, we've talked about all of our discussions, and so there are issues with it, but I still enjoyed what the film is, and I'm going to go four and a half. I'm going to, it's, it's up there no for way. me. Yeah. Jesus. And so, however, I don't think that it's, I, I wish, I'm going to go ahead and say it, I wish it just wouldn't have come out with what it's putting out there in the world. I, I would so much rather it not be there, but me sitting on my couch watching this movie with my cereal and my dog, who's not around right do now. Do not, do not play 
movie around your beautiful I dog. I won't. I won't. I wouldn't. Yes, but me just sitting on the couch by myself watching it. She does not deserve that energy. She did not consent to it. Mm, yeah, but me just sitting there, I, I, I liked watching it. So. Well, you're a freak. Thank you so much. But, uh, you know, it's... But again, I would so, so much rather it just not be made if, if, we, if we could do that. You know, alternate reality. Mm. So, there you go, everybody. You know, and I, and, and <laughs> I would love to hear what people are thinking. That's the, the film, the film buds podcast at gmail.com is where you can just send us what you thought. Yeah, of tell the us movie. what you thought of the movie. I would love to hear from you or on Facebook or well. Twitter at film buds or Instagram if you're desperate. Yeah. And so, please, uh, if you're, you know, whoever, whoever you are, I don't care. Just e- e- email. <laughs> Email us and let us know. You know, yeah. I'd love to hear from you. I so, mean, we can lighten the mood with uh, my fun hundredth anniversary return of uh, the film Bud's favorite game. Where's my little paper? Oh, I have no idea. Oh yeah. So I guess on the so with that review done, we can do a quick little intermission here. So if you didn't catch the two year anniversary show that we did uh, a couple months ago, which you should really check out, it has a bunch of fun compilations it's of good. classic film Bud's moments. We did a little game that what's what's the exact title of it? Dacker Montgomery We, Timothy Shalom maybe, or as you reminded me, DiCaprio. DiCaprio. Uh, I don't think that was the order, was it? I don't know. But DiCaprio. But just as Montgomery We, just for a little context for people, what what does this relate to? So it's little little uh um what are those called? I'm throwing, I can't remember what the correct terminology is, but I'm throwing some little ideas. Some we're in the elevator. These are my little pitches for you. You're the you're the movie exec. Okay. And then you tell me either if it's a yes, it's a French yes, so it's a we. Dacker Montgomery, we shall a maybe or DiCaprio no. Cool. I'm I'm excited. These are pretty weak sauce. I did them basically literally in the car on the way over here. Great. So my handwriting. We really, really prepare rough. for this show, guys. Yeah, we do. Okay. <laughs> Taika Waititi and Army Hammer in a Cold War action spy flick. And then I have in parentheses, lovers? <laughs> if they were but lo- it's like, no, but listen, it's like undisclosed that they're lovers. It's like really, it's like, it's like kind of there, like the chemistry is there, but like it's never really, it's like never addressed. If they were lovers, I would say, uh, what's the first one? Montgomery, Wee, I would say so. Okay. If not, shallow maybe. Okay. Okay. This one's really good. This is probably my favorite. I don't know if you know this about me. I have a secret obsession with Killian Conway. Hmm. I've probably talked about it before. I think she's like a magical witch. She's like the smartest person in the world. Right. She's like, which makes her like the most evil, obviously. Mm-hmm. She's so smart. So, Kellyanne the Musical by Brian Murphy, starring Kristen Chenoweth. Who's Brian Murphy? Brian Murphy. He's like pushing daisies and stuff. Oh. Well. Yeah. maybe. What? I'm a little. Uh, yeah, I don't have enough attached to those people to really. You know who Kellyanne is? I know who she is. I just, I, I don't She's have much crazy. of an opinion. Was George being sassy on the <laughs> side the whole <laughs> oh, that time? Was, that was good. That was good. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. All right. This one I think you'll like. Gwyneth Paltrow and Dakota Johnson star as half-sisters with a hit list of men who have done them Dirty. It is written by Phoebe Waller-Bridge and directed by Wes Anderson. 
Uh, I don't know. I, I'm DiCaprio. I'm 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 I'm, I'm close to DiCaprio on that one. Yeah. Pourquoi? A little, little too uh, mix, mixed up. A little too, uh, too many. What if I change the casting? Maybe. Okay. You know, she's, uh, I didn't know she's co-writing or she co-wrote. Who? Uh, the new Bond. No dip. You didn't she's know that? She's not co-writing. Did no she... dip means no, yeah, no I, poo. No, I, I, know. I, I know. I know that. I'm, I'm, I'm not debating that. Oh. <laughs> I'm saying, <laughs> um, well, I'm, I, I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. But, I so. told you. And she's possible she could write the next one so she is officially writing the next one i don't know i'm talking the next one next one not not bond not bond 25 she's not co-writing 25 she is writing 25 oh really just just her oh okay no time to die sick title yeah good poster well i mean all right poster (laughs) don't come on too strong you'll scare him off yeah (laughs) okay gwyneth paltrow i'm thinking like margot tenenbaum vibes Okay, that's what you got to pull it back to. Maybe I'm thinking the wrong age, Paltrow, but she looks the same, so. Yeah. Fine, but I feel like Dakota Johnson. Maybe not Dakota Johnson. Yeah. Really? You're over Dakota Johnson now? No, just, I don't see it. I don't see, it. I don't see, I don't see that mix. I know I like Dakota Johnson. Okay, what if it was... Oh, wait, sorry, I was thinking of... Uh, Fanning? Dakota Fanning. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, with Dakota Johnson, I could see that. I, I apologize, listeners. I was uh, having a, a man moment. Close one. Yeah. Okay. Because now I'm thinking it could be Dakota Johnson and Sersha. But anyway. That that would work. No. Sure. Okay. American Psycho. And then underneath it, it's called The Satire of Today, which is satirical in and of itself because it's so obvious, like so out there, right? And it's an actual musical, like on Broadway. Right. So we're a little off our element, but it's fine. And it stars Andrew Scott. Hit. Mm. I'm gonna punch one. I, I would. I'm the concept. Yes, I would not. Cast I it. love Andrew Scott. <laughs> I, I do too. He'd be so good. Uh. I do too, but I, I just, I don't see it. I would. Why? Get, uh, I, just, I don't know. I don't see him in it. Are you kidding? I'm me? not kidding. Are you joshing? No, no joshing. Who would you cast? I don't know. You're a fool. Thank you. Okay. Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis as the new Mr. Rogers. Yeah, done deal. No, thanks. As the new Mr. Rogers? Yeah. How would that work? Well, Ashton would wear the red sweater. Okay. Mila would change her shoes. But what makes them so, like... They're perfect. Ashton Kutcher is literally the coolest dude in the world, okay? He seems all right. Not the best actor, but he's... Hey, he's the coolest dude in the world. He's such a good guy. Mm. Dang. I mean, he seems like a fine man. So. He's a mensch. Um, also, if you say no, you have to say the... Or we can't move on. Say what? I would say DiCaprio no on that one. Thank God. Okay. This one... <laughs> this is when I was really... This was when the red light... It was now green light. And I was really like, uh oh. Okay. Okay. Adam Scott plays Mitt Romney. <laughs> That's all I wrote. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Evan Peters, my man. Mm-hmm. You know, I love, I love Evan Peters. Sure. Obviously, it's perfect for young Joker, even though he's old, but he looks young. So, but he ends up okay. 
Montgomery on that one. Yeah, he ends up like in he he ends up okay. Sure, go through a little something. I'm in, but he never actually hurts anybody. Mm. Okay. He gets close, but he doesn't. Yeah, can't doesn't can't pull that trigger exactly. Yeah. Um, and then of course, Timute Chalamet mm-hmm. in Chronicle, but like good. He'd be so good with superpowers, but never in a comic book movie. So I was like, well, Chronicle. God, I hated Chronicle. I know, and it sucked because it should have been so good, you know? Yeah. that's re- God, I mean, that was a I mean, movie. I mean, he would be better in that for sure. I mean. No, it's not Chronicle. It's like a good Chronicle. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mon- Montgomery, we on that one. But Chronicle is a piece of shit, so you got to. Oh, shoot. Timmy's been in a movie where he has superpowers. Might be. What's that? Shoot. It's called like it's not called twins. It's called like crap. I can't remember. It was, Kieran and Chipka was in it. Hmm. Kieran Chipka. But Kieran yeah. Chipka. Kieran Chipka. I don't think he. I mean, that was a long time ago. It doesn't really count. Yeah. Because I'm talking like now. Mm-hmm. And he for a minute he'd have that you know he'd have that uh that third third movie Tobey Maguire strut. Be like yeah, superpower. <laughs> His little sequin hoodie. Sure. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Apparently he's I don't know if he said it or if someone is considering him for Robin in one of the Batman movies. I saw that. He'd kill He'd be it. very good He'd in be that. Perfect yeah. for that role. Yeah. Honestly, except he's too tall. I don't know. If I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't get that. I'm but. also really mad. Okay, so remember when I was like, oh well, obviously I'm in now because Jonah Hill in Batman yeah. with Robert Pattinson. I didn't realize they met as the villain. I thought they just met as like an extra dude, like around. Like oh, yeah. I don't think he can pull off being the villain. Sorry, Jonah. Depends on the villain. I just don't see it. They're gonna have to do some stuff to him. I, <laughs> I mean, I just don't see it. I mean, if he's like a funny, like you know, I, I can't see it. I okay. we'll I, see. I, I I I need to see what this movie's gonna look like. I just I, I think need it to... should be a female villain anyway. There's so many. And there's well, so apparently many it's gonna have a. a a, a plethora of villains. Ew. Big hate. Yeah, because that's all always worked before for oh, Hollywood. Oh, God. But I look, I but I trust Matt Reeves. War for the Planet of the Apes. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. <sighs> we love. Cloverfield. I mean, the, the guy has. We stand. That's has, true. Has hit it. All right. You know, I, I trust him. So, and he's, right. I think he's co-writing it as well. I'm not. Okay. Affleck is out. Thank God. So, I, I'm, I'm very hopeful curious about that he's one. clearly got a vision he got he yes. got our pats in there so. yeah so i i'm i'm curious for sure fellow arsenal fan right on so that all you got for the yeah that was our game cool all henry right, well, it was a short drive over here that's fine no it's fine you should have done, done a few loops <laughs> so yeah well let's move on get to our retro review of Here's stanley kubrick's a clockwork orange we have a clip Let's take a listen. Good morning. Good morning, missus. How are you feeling today? Fine, fine. Good. May I? I'm Dr. Taylor. I haven't seen you before. I'm your psychiatrist. Psychiatrist? Do I need one? Just part of hospital routine. What are we going to do? Talk about my sex life? <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to show you some slides, and you're going to tell me what you think about them. All right? Oh, jolly good. Do you know anything about dreams? Something, yes. Do you know what they mean? Perhaps. Are you concerned about something? No, no, I'm not concerned, really, but, uh, 
I've been having this very nasty dream. Very nasty. It's like, um, well, when I was all smashed up, you know, and, and half awake and unconscious-like, I kept having this dream. You know, like all these doctors were playing around with me Gulliver. You know, like the inside of my brain. I seem to have this dream over and over again. Do you think it means anything? Okay, so before we get into the review really quickly, we had teased a little earlier. We're just going to play, in, just in case you missed it. So <laughs> Chloe's father was on. Well, you're putting it in right here? Why not? Why don't you just put it in where it goes earlier? All right, all right. What? Well, yeah, I mean, we'll figure it out. <laughs> so uh, Gary's father was, or Gary's father, uh, Chloe's father, Gary, was on the last show. And uh, we were talking about Ad Astra and we had to, I had to bleep out a few, a very kind of quick uh, moments where he was spoiling a little something in, in the film. And so we have a, a nice little uh, clip for you. Throwback. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, you gotta give us. You gotta give us detail. You have to now. You have to back up your claims. You know how it works. Well, scientifically, it was not sound. Mm-hmm. It was shocking. There were things that happened that were totally not explained and weren't. That's really the missing. thing. Those. Oh, <laughs> well, that's not a spoiler. I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to say anything else about it except what the hell was that? <laughs> you know what was that? Yeah. That's true. No explanation. All of a sudden, hey. <laughs> and they were bigger than the normal. No. About three times. <laughs> so, what a classic act. Yeah, classic. Gary. I missed that the first time by about three times bigger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, just a little. If uh, you haven't seen that Astra, I guess you're just gonna keep wondering. Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, getting a uh, moving on. So, A Clockwork Orange came out in 1971. Wow. And is directed by, and written and directed by Stanley Kubrick. Stars Malcolm McDowell, Patrick Mayhe. I thought you were just going to stop after Malcolm McDowell. Michael Bates, Warren Clark. You're being very generous. Just reading the top few here. It's just Malcolm McDowell. And in the future, a sadistic gang leader is imprisoned and volunteers for a conduct aversion experiment, but it doesn't go as planned this movie's so sick so yeah this one i like we said is probably one of the more controversial films ever made it was definitely made a a stamp you couldn't get it in england until he died oh no he Hmm. was getting so many death threats and stuff he said all right no no longer allowed to be shown in england Hmm. so until he died you couldn't get it there at all yeah they didn't show it in nothing yeah and of course it's been um referenced in pop culture all across the oh my god for, forever know, yeah and it's based on a book to be fair yes What's his name andy burgess oh you got it did i yes you did oh well, well it's well a done. real bathtub moment for chloe what mother in a bathtub moment oh, yeah. for chloe wow mm. <laughs> i'm thrilled yeah how many movies has he done that in recently he didn't you were never really here. i mean to look he did it, and I think it's, he did it in another one. It's far too ma- look. What was the other movie he was in this year? If it's noticeable, not Mary Magdalene. He didn't bathe his mother in Mary Magdalene. Oh, that's 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 not right. <laughs> that be. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so Chloe, wh- when did you first see a clock? Probably orange? when I was too little. Mm. I think I read the book first. To be fair, 
I remember I read all those books in like sixth grade. I read Brave New World, 1984, Clockwork, like the lot, all in the same year. Right. My, I don't know why, my mom uh, told me to read Brave New World, I think, and that kind of got me going. I didn't really like any of them, to be fair. This one was my favorite as far as the way it was written. Sorry, this is not book club, I know. The book buds. But for the Office fans, I would love to be in Culture Club. But anyway. Um, you want to talk about The Finer Things Club? Yeah. yeah. Thank you for using the actual name. I'm embarrassed and ashamed of myself. Sorry. But I blanked, okay? Anyway, I'd love to be in the Finer Things Club. Except not really. Oscar's not my favorite. Mm, actually. Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah. But the movie is, like, it's so good. Like, it's... It's like not my deal, obviously. Like it's not. I'm not. You know, it's not. Not your cup of tea. No. Uh, I'm not just gonna pop it in. Shit. You know, rainy day. Lazy Sunday. Thank. Yeah, I don't think it's anybody's lazy Sunday out. So I, I hope it's I not anyone. <laughs> I hope not. Maybe a, a late night. But like, it's so beautifully executed. It's so well sewn together. I mean. First of all, it's like incredible. It's kind of dismissed because it's not as dramatic, but like the uh, juxtaposition tone or the the shift in tone um, that like Psycho so famous for mm -hmm. is very because it switches character. Obviously, you know uh, everything as well, but this does it too because you think he's like, you know, this. Oh, I guess it's no spoilers. Movie's ancient. Yeah. Right. But then he's like, no, because not everyone's seen it. And I really don't want to spoil it because it's like such a cool thing. But you know what I'm talking about? Just the the way you, what you think of him when you first see him and then who you realize he is. Sure, yeah, yeah. Is the most well-executed, coolest, most like true thing in the world. I just think that's so, I just think that, and like, think of how many times, like, Countless times people try to, to, like, we have so many portrayals of, like, poor portrayals of, like, uh, I really don't want to spoil it. Because, like, even if one person hasn't seen that movie and they decide to watch it and then they see that, like, I don't want to spoil it. But, like, okay. it's so good. Like, skins and everything. Like, so many shows have tried to do it and failed. And it's just so good. Like, he just, everything he tries, Kubrick's not my guy. But everything he does, but that's just because we're on different sides, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But like everything he does, I see it. It's like um, your man, Fincher. Yeah, they even they even have some of the same technique. Oh, totally. Like yeah, he's I think very he's, inspired by Fincher. I'd say. Well, vice versa, but yeah. Oh yeah, yeah no, uh, Fincher is <laughs> inspired by Cooper. Yeah, yeah. like totally, especially like utilize like close ups and kind of a. Uh, like utilizing without personifying objects, that's very Kubrick and Fincher loves doing it. Like yeah. giving them motion and music without like personifying them. Yeah. Like that's very. And the framing as well, especially. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, it's just like pure artistry, which you don't get a lot mm -hmm. anymore, which is too bad. But, um, just so well done and Malcolm McDowell is like outstanding yeah. yeah I mean it's been said to death but I mean he is pretty still pretty incredible it's incre it's an incredible and, performance yeah and just the it's the, insane 
the word creation that or like the wordplay, I guess is the better yeah. way to put it, is just amazing. Like the amount of like almost I mean, not, it's nowhere near him, but like almost like how Shakespeare yeah. creates so much. Well, it's from the some, book as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it creates so many words that yeah. that that the novel and the movie yeah. just have so many interesting yeah. plays on words and, and cockney slang and kind of yes, that's the thing yeah. it's all it takes in so much from culture mm-hmm. and binds it all together into this ma- like the obvious magical it tends to have a positive you know you know um implication but this is not but like it takes in so much and makes it this little like uh music box that you can like open up and like watch everything happened and then like close it back and put it away and it all fits like Mm. that's so impressive that you put so much into this world but it's still so confined like in such a with such like a neat bow on top like it's just and it's such an uncomfortable movie it's so uncomfortable it is yeah so upsetting but like it's so good that's Mm. why i'm saying and that speaks to like me not liking joker too like I know the difference between a good film and, or I mean, I can embrace a good and very upsetting film. Like, it's not bad at all. Yeah. Like, but this also, this also, this movie has so many strong, powerful, like, societal messages. Like, dang, like, it's all in there and it's executed so well and it's in on the joke. But it's also so scary. Yeah. And, and it is one thing that's been taken from this this film and similar ones is almost tempting you to enjoy yeah. what they're doing because they'll he'll inject humor or yeah. very stylized yeah. moments and absolutely and so he does that he balances that very well yeah and interestingly also this movie this is like a very much a side note but like I was thinking about it because I um rewatched Clockwork Orange or part of it anyway this morning. But um, Clobo couldn't sleep in case we all forgot about that. Mm. But anyway, <laughs> and I said, "Hey, what's basically you know dreamlike state? Who doesn't who doesn't have nightmares? You know? Oh yeah, that's fair. <laughs> anyway, but um, so I was watching, and like this movie has like a lot of nudity and stuff. Yeah. Far more respectful to women than Joker. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> But, like, it's all so creepy. And then when you realize what's going Oh, my God. The, and it's got these, like, segments, like, chapters, like a book, which I just love. It's just, like, that classic. And I don't know where it's gone, Henry. Henry, where is it? Where has it gone? Well, well that's one thing that feels like Fincher is, like, almost like if you think of Gone Girl. It's almost, no. like, it's almost like three separate, these chapters. I mean, it, it it's not, it's not, like, it's the same as this film but like that's one thing fincher does take in some in some ways i think um but no i i, agree I appreciate that he takes it from kubrick but i need me an auteur right about now i thought it was gonna be carrie joji i'm holding out hope oh yeah but maybe tv's kind of ruined the age of the auteur it has they get distracted and crap shoot mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah man dang it i never yeah. thought about that yeah. Well, now, how does this compare to other Kubrick films? Where would it rank for you? Probably pretty high, honestly. I don't love Kubrick films. Mm-hmm. And this one is, like, so... I just love the style. Again, obviously very upsetting, but, like, it looks so freaking good. Mm-hmm. And, like, the, the parlor stuff towards oh, the beginning. Oh, come on. Anytime there's 
tiling on yeah. the floor, it's amazing. It's so good. <laughs> Everything's so good. And the Beethoven, like, it's all so good. And the end, it's mm. like, again, I'll reference Psycho. Like, those are two of the best ends of all time, if you ask me. Like, Last Shots, mm -hmm. Psycho, and Clockwork Orange. And we're basically done. Like, yeah. Oh my God. But, um, it's probably my it's probably my favorite Kubrick film. Oh. Meh, I would say. Mm -hmm. I don't love. You'd think the one that would be my favorite is not my favorite. Doctor Strange Love. Oh yeah, well, which we reviewed on the show with Braden. Because that's super my vibe. Yeah, like it's great. Obviously, I appreciate it, but no, nah, I mean, I think that this is definitely by far one of his best. I'm not really an eyes wide shut person. That one maybe. Oh, I love playing. I know. Maybe I just don't get it. I don't know. Uh, what about you? Well, I, I, I like a lot of movies. I got to it late. I only saw it in college. And That's, yeah. Uh, or I mean, when I saw it for, for the first time. I don't know how old I was when I saw it. I was probably older though. I don't think either one of my parents would have been like, "Yeah, you should watch that." Yeah. I. I was, yeah. And so, kind of going off other things you said or i mean kind of veering off a little bit so my i i like it a fair bit i don't i really enjoy the first half of the movie yeah that's getting to his psychology but i really find that once he gets out yeah i find it really drags really yeah and so i, I wish it either could have been shorter or there could have just been more time spent in that first half Mm. storyline because i order yeah because I, I really find in that second storyline that i kind of i i really get kind of bored and mm. may, and maybe it's just even f more from a visual perspective i find it really mm. dulls down in its visuals but nevertheless i still i the first 20 30 minutes where it's just the gang going around doing things is one of the most insane yeah. pieces of cinema i would say ever and uh i think of course, the classic uh, oh, um, eye-opening thing yeah. where he's you know having to watch the the video, all of that stuff is incredible, and I think it's it's definitely obviously it's no surprise it's made its its mark and um but not for not for its dramatics it's for its effectiveness like sure. there's a big difference you yeah. know what I mean and I, I think just Kubrick his level of execution. Execution, not execution. Or no, what am I trying to say? Execution. Yes. Yeah. Execution across so many different genres. Yeah. Where he's able to elevate oh, it so yeah. much is it's. Speech I mean, volumes. even yeah, even at this being decades removed, it's still pretty incredible. You know, oh, just 100%. going from this, if to, not more so, because like I said, we've really gone backwards with. Yeah, like going from this, you know, to Full Metal Jacket and yeah. Eyes Wide Shut and all these Crazy. different movies where. He's able to master a genre so well, yeah, and make every part of it memorable in so many different ways. And I think, especially in terms of how the camera is moving, and this oh, is amazing. Yeah. Just these weird, like Dutch angles, and these just constantly moving around. And these... not obnoxiously so. That's no. the thing. It's like also, it's like it must literally be, which might be why his movies take so long. Like literally, just like you know how when you're reading a book, you picture what's going on. Like, it must literally just be how he pictured everything. Yeah. And he literally was just like, I'm going to translate exactly what I see. That's the only way it can work because it feels so authentic, even though it's so crazy. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And he, he, another thing, like, he's known for 
letting actors just like live their lives. Like he's like, that's what I hired you for, mm -hmm. which I think really fits into the whole idea that it is like, like I kind of said, like players playing in a little set that you kind of like peek into. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Especially in a movie like this. Yeah. But also, again, really speaks to Malcolm McDowell. I mean, it's such an incredible performance. It really is. And that's, this is the thing as well. Like, this to me is so much better than Joaquin Phoenix's performance. Like, just like miles better. And they're very similar characters. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, it's. I don't it's know. It's, so it's, good. It's, it's, it's very good. Uh, you know, it would be like, but like I said, I think there are a few issues with it. And so, I mean, it would be kind of toward, not at the bottom, but I mean, kind of maybe in the middle of his really? filmography for me. What's your favorite? Mm, I would say The Shining. Oh, yeah, your basement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, no, I mean, no, everyone knows The Shining's amazing. No, I mean, the thing is, I did just a few months ago, I did rewatch. You know what's coming out? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Dr. Sleep, yeah. Dr. Sleep. Um, Henry and I were watching the trailer and I went. Oh yeah, and I went. That's gonna be bad, but we're gonna love every second of it. Yeah, I did rewatch The Shining a few months ago after having not seen it for years, and I could not believe how great it was. It's and so, so good. That, and so that's that's it. Maybe it may be the most basic thing to say ever. No, it but, got that way for a reason. Yeah, and so, but I I think it's still amazing. It's so it's astounding. I would say that, and I I did I do like the killing quite a bit, which is very very yeah. Um, me too. Which Nolan takes a lot from as well that movie especially our guy yeah so yeah it was uh it's harder to keep talking when you really love something mm. also it's been talked about to death like, yeah it's and so yeah i don't, don't want to say it's so good and it has so much excellent social commentary without it being the point of the without it shoving it in your in your little face. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you can pick up what you want, put down what you want. Like, wow, is it good? Mm -hmm. And he always gets really good. Like, all the actors know is really good. Like, all the oh, recording. Oh, yeah, they're, they're top notch. You know, everybody. Which is, I feel like, especially Jeez. in older movies, it tends to be that, like, the supporting actors tend to be not that way. Mm -hmm. Generally. Always. You can really Cooper, feel the difference. He's not messing around. No, certainly not. That's mm -hmm. true. I mean, because, like, pretty much in every film of his there's a really iconic performance oh very true you know which, which you can't also, say a lot about and that's also so interesting because like i said he's one of the ones who's known for letting the actors do their thing mm -hmm. which is really interesting yeah. so but i mean like for example in eyes wide shut that's one of tom, tom cruise's Cruise best, best performances yeah jack and then of course jack nicholson and the shining and yeah so it's the, the guy's got it you know he's just got it it's incredible mm -hmm. yeah I don't want what he's got, but I see what he's got. And I say, wow. Yeah, man. Good for you. All right. Well, out of five, I'll go heavy four. <gasps> okay. Okay, bear with me. I go, okay. So, you know those videos now they have where people are making candy out of like sugar, like the really bright colored sugar and everything. I think so. And they're making candy, so it starts really big, and they wrap it, and it gets really small and everything, and then they cut it, cut it, cut it again. So it's that machinery. The machinery is like like titanium white, right? And the candy's coming out, and it starts really big, and it's small, small. But it's pitch black around it, and there's just one person in the like lab jacket, but it's like a latex lab jacket cutting them, and you can't really see the face. Right. Cool. 
<laughs> All right. Well, I guess we can get on to a little bit of news. We got a couple trailers to talk about. The Gentleman. Yeah. So. That was called? Yes. Uh, so I guess the first one we can talk about is Guy the Ritchie's gentleman. new film. And if you haven't checked out the Guy Ritchie bonus show available at the filmbuds.bandcamp.com, check that out for a minimum donation of $1. You'll get a break from moi. Yeah, and ha- has Jacob number one on it. That was a great talk. Check mm-hmm. that out. And who knows? Maybe you can donate more than just a dollar. <laughs> it, it lets you do however Dollar's much city. you want. Yeah, maybe two. Whoa. Maybe three. Whoa, that's 300%, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd be, I'm, I don't mind that, though. I mean, hey, why not? So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is his uh, a return to Guy Ritchie heists. You know, the Guy Ritchie uh... heist. Kinda, is it a heist? Well, I mean the 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 crime bromance yeah, 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 yeah. type movie, I guess you could say. So this one has McConaughey, has Michelle Dockery, Charlie Hunnam. I don't like Michelle Dockery. She's not bad. Um, I wish it was. Uh, what's her name? You know what's her name? No. <laughs> uh, what's her name? Shoot, she was in Fargo, second season, third season. Second season? Kirsten Third Dunst? Season? No. But I, I hate to refer to her this way. It's the lady who's dating Ewan McGregor now. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Oh, yeah. I wish it was her instead. Yeah, and it has Colin Farrell, uh, Henry Gold- oh, yeah. Henry Golding from... Ah, uh, that guy. Crazy Rich Asians. Handsome face. Yeah. No thanks. Hugh Grant. Oh, he's in his prime. In this- yeah. Hugh Grant and Colin Farrell are going to time their lives I'm going to have with them in this movie. Oh, my yeah. God. That sounds wow. Yeah. Hugh this one comes out Grant next year. Is living his best life today. Mm-hmm. Wow. He's little talking like this all the time. Yeah. I'm Michael Caine, but I'm not with you, Grant. Yeah. And I'm blackmailing you. Mm. Well, now, I, this may be a hot take, Chloe. You think it looks bad? So now, I mean, maybe it's just because we had, uh, I just talked about all the Guy Ritchie movies and rewatched them all. I will say, I think the cast is good, and I think in a vacuum, the movie looks good. I will have to admit that in with a, in about 30 seconds of this trailer, I was getting really bored. It was just, it felt so tired of, like, what Guy Ritchie has done before. That's why I found King Arthur. He's your dude. I know, but that's why I found King Arthur so refreshing, is because mm-hmm. it's the Guy Ritchie style in a genre he hadn't done anything like before. Yeah. But in this, he's just doing more of these... Uh, criminal bromance. What's an American? Well, who's Matthew McConaughey? I know, and I mean that's going to be fun either and way. That's I, his prime I, haircut. Yeah, I mean I'm definitely going to see it. Like it just I it feels I wish he would go and do some other crazy genre hey, and put his style don't in count it. Your, it could be. I mean we'll see. Maybe, but don't, I, don't I, do that yourself. I was slightly me. underwhelmed. I will say that. Oh wow. Hey, but, maybe they're saving the good stuff for the movie. I hope so. There you go. <laughs> well, I, then I guess the other one, the big one, what? is Birds of Prey. Oh, uh, I keep thinking we've talked about that. No. So this one is coming out in February, same day as the new Green Day is album. Yeah, Valentine's Oh, have you heard day? the new Green Day news? The no. huge news? Huge. Huge. <laughs> I'll, well, I'll talk about it off air. Okay. Um, You can save it for the music buds. Yeah. So Birds of Prey is the... Next DC comic book film 
but this one is more, more in the, the quote-unquote cinematic universe of Suicide Squad and, and all those. And it's bringing together the what Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, and kind of all the, the female DC baddies. Mm. And it's directed by the uh the woman who who had a hit at Sundance I think a year or two ago. Oh yeah. I want to know what movie it was. It was a uh, shoot what's the name of that movie? I'll find it. I'll find it. You keep okay. talking. And yeah, it's it's just about them kind of it's almost similar to Suicide Squad. It's just a I I don't know how much I'm hoping there's not as much plot as there was in Suicide Squad of this kind of You're just You're so weird. No, no, in terms of this like here we need to band together to fight this supernatural force i'm just hoping there's yeah. not that in it i'm hoping it's a little more grounded but it's it looks i think it looks i I'll, I'll say this now i haven't seen the full trailer for christopher nolan's new movie and it could change but i would say this is my most anticipated no way i mean what else is coming out is there i mean there's new wes anderson christopher nolan but i need to see the trailer I need. I need to see. Oh, I, I see. Uh, yeah, I, I need to see the full trailer. I'm sure it, that will top it. But for right now, I can't wait for Birds of Prey. I think uh, uh, more than anything, I think the costume. I don't know what you're talking about. Hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. This lady who wrote who wrote this movie wrote this stupid looking movie with Rosario Dawson and she wrote Bumblebee and but the Catherine dire- Heigl that looks so freaking stupid. But the director did something. Did she? Yeah. Okay, well, she did one other movie, so that'll make it easy. It was called According to Mother. According to My Mother. I thought that was at Sundance. Might have been. Oh, no, she she did Dead Pigs. That didn't come out yet. Uh, At Sundance, it did. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, she uh, had a hit at Sundance, I think, this past year. But anyways, I think, but above all, I think the costume design is incredible. I love the look hmm. of Harley Quinn in this. I think just the the colors, the weird, you know, mishmashes of, of different uh, fashion. It's just awesome. I think it looks great. And I think, it, Chloe, I think it looks like a hoot and a half. I think, it, I think we'll see. I think she might get on my nerves, but also I love Margot Robbie. So mm-hmm. can't be too mad. Yeah. And um you and McGregor's gonna be an amazing villain. So. Yeah, for sure. So good. My yeah. dad. His look is everything. Yeah. That one comes out on the seventh of February, twenty twenty. So wow. keep an eye out for that one. And but I don't like all the Mr. J. I don't care. Ugh. So we'll see. You know what I mean? I think that's just that is that a little post Joker yeah. uh cynicism. No. There's too much of it. Yeah. I agree there's too much Joker. Let's get Jared Leto back, there's right? Other pe- oh, my God. There's other people, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> penguin. <laughs> get the penguin some love. Yeah, that's Jonah ah! Hill. That is so rude. It is. That's what he's playing. What? Yeah. He's oh. being considered. I'm not no. saying Jonah Hill is the penguin. Wait, are you actually serious? Yeah. Is he actually playing the penguin? He's being considered for it. For the penguin? Yes. I thought it was an undisclosed bad guy. I think it's the penguin. Okay. I could, I could be wrong. I read that somewhere is where he is under consideration for the... Okay. I was not saying, Jonah Hill, you're the penguin. I was, I was saying, he's being considered for it. Okay. All right. All right. No hot, no hot take there. So, 
uh, I guess we can move on unless yeah. there's any other news. There's like none I tried. Yeah, and and we do actually have a listener question about the new, about news, and so it, oh. it relates. So no, no, don't, 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 don't. Uh, gotta keep it secret here. So the Film Buds Podcast at Gmail dot com is the address that you can reach us. Like we said, and Facebook and Twitter at Film Buds and Instagram if you are desperate. So we'd love to hear from you, new listener, or if you've uh, been mother listening of for cute clubs, yeah, cubs, cubs, <laughs> mother of cute <laughs> clubs. <laughs> that could work. Uh, so, <laughs> anyway, film nutter. I don't. Yeah, film nutter. <laughs> Cantuna sixty nine eight. Yeah, no. <laughs> and so yeah, please send us any questions, comments. We'd love to hear from you, no matter what you have to say. And so, yeah, the first one we have got an international. We have two. Huh? Sure. So the one we have. (laughs) (laughs) International? Internati? Is it film letter? It is not. not, Now, he could be under. It's. They're they're giving their normal name. That he could be in disguise here. Could, this could be film. Is nutter. it Daniel Radcliffe? No. Shoot. Uh, it could be. <laughs> could be. Just, hey. It could be. I could be. We're not saying it's not. I hear. So he says, "Hi, my friends, Henry and Chloe." Hello. <laughs> I'm sure you've seen Martin Scorsese's comments. Have you seen this? I have. Yeah. And I, yeah. On Marvel films being almost like theme parks and not really being "quote unquote" real movies. I think that's kind of a sick way to describe it. Yeah, do you think he's overreacting, or do you think there's some merit to what he's saying? Congrats a bunch on 100 episodes. Here's to 100 more. Who was the name? Oh, yeah, sorry. This is from Winston in London. (gasps) Thank you, Winston from London. Yes. Is it? Not Churchill. (laughs) (laughs) Unless, no. Ooh. Yeah. Unless. (laughs) Wow. The yeah, so if you haven't heard, so Martin Scorsese recently came out and actually have the the quote here. Just went on a, on a rant, dragging Marvel <laughs> through the mud, and he said, "A uh, quote," and this is from his uh, an interview via. He was speaking to Empire, and this is done by Collider dot com. He said, "I don't see them. I tried, you know, but that's not cinema. Honestly, the closest I can think of them, as well as." As well made as they are, with actors doing the best they can under See, the circumstances, so it's is theme parks. He's a sweetie pie. It isn't the cinema of human beings trying to convey emotional, psychological experiences to another human being. I think that's beautifully said. And then, oh, follow up. And I, we had a, a response also uh, through Collider, but from the Twitter oh page God, the of James Gunn, director of uh, Guardians 1 and 2, and he's also doing the new Suicide Squad for Didn't DC. he get in trouble for he being did. racist or something? He is, but he is back. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he said, Martin Scorsese is one of my five favorite living filmmakers. Oh, wow, that's shady. I don't know if it's that shady. It's shady. He's basically saying you're my fifth favorite filmmaker. It's a shady start from okay. a shady man. I was outraged when people picketed The Last Temptation of Christ without having seen the film. I'm saddened that, he, well. that he's now judging my films in the same way. Shady. Continuing, he said, 
Um, that said, I will always love Scorsese, be grateful for his contribution to cinema, and I can't wait to see The Irishman. And I'm not saying religious zealotry is the same as not liking my movies or in the same category. What I'm saying is I'm not fond of people judging things without actually seeing them. Whether it's a movie about Jesus, 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 excuse me. Whether it's a movie about, excuse me, everybody. Sorry, I hope I didn't offend anybody there. All right. Whether it's a about Jesus bathing his mother. Whether it's a movie about Jesus or a genre. Yeah, or about Joaquin Phoenix bathing his mom and Joker. So, uh, this, Chloe, what do you think of this thing? I happen to very much agree with Martin Scorsese. He's not saying there's anything wrong with them. They are like amusement parks. I concur. Mm. <laughs> no? Oh, no, I was just la- laughing at the Jesus thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> No, I mean, I think he's dead on. Not just because I love him, but also I wholly agree. I've said that kind of from the... That's why I don't usually like to spend my... Yeah. Garbage, you know. No, I didn't say garbage. I'm glad they they mean a lot to a lot of people, and I think that's very important and admirable and good that they make people happy, but, like, I don't consider them great pieces of film either. Mm -hmm. You know, like like, um, um, Black Panther being up for... Uh, best picture, I think it's ridiculous. Mm. I, would, I would agree with that. I think, well, I mean, now I agree with that to an extent. I will say I agree with James Gunn in terms of having not really seen many of them. That's, I, I think, like, I mean, that's like if, if someone said... How much does he need to see? But there there's a lot of them. He's a master, though. Doesn't matter. But, like, it, like that's almost like if someone came out and said, uh, I watched... The first, my first Martin Scorsese movie, The Wolf of Wall Street, hated it. He's a terrible filmmaker. That's like I, I tried watching them, but he, he just exploits criminals, you know, or you know, or he's just glorifying criminals. That's like the same thing, and it, it doesn't matter if it's uh, just some Yahoo on the street, Jesus, or but that, if it's, uh, <laughs> or if it's, but that's not what he's or, saying. He's not saying that. He's saying that he sees a purpose in them and that it's not pure artistry and display of the human condition. I don't know. He didn't discredit. But again, like for example, now again, I I don't think, I mean, there weren't any on my top 25 list. Yeah. Dodge a bullet there. Uh, But like, for example, like in game Avengers end game that just came out like that. I mean, it's not groundbreaking, but it's still dealing with these, characters who are dealing with loss and that's a perfectly human sure. condition that i'm sure a lot yeah. of people could relate to it's like this person has gone from my life suddenly and i can't deal with it i suppose i think i think and i think there is art to it yeah there's yeah i mean there's definitely art to it that's fair i shouldn't yeah but i think it's i see what he means but i think well like i said i'm not as eloquent i think he phrased it very well saying it's like an amusement park mm certainly worth it to go to an amusement park not worth always a museum you mm. know what i mean but i think there's certainly different categories i agree i mean i i don't think you know the irishman and avengers endgame are at all in the same category by any means yeah so but i i still think if you were going to judge it i would have like if he had said i watched i binge watched iron man through avengers endgame and i 
had that same statement. That's one thing. But I think he should have at least seen the majority of them. I think otherwise I don't I don't really get behind fully what he means. So, but I, hey, I, I love the guy and I think he all you know most of his films are better than any of those. It's just I agree with James Gunn. And he was nice about it. Yeah. Just leave it alone. James Gunn is fishing. But the, but also that's like it's kind of trivializing like what someone has worked on, spent months of their life on. Like someone that, you know, wrote and directed. I'm not saying James Gunn in particular, but like someone who had, had Let's, spent... You know who I want to ask their take? I, you know who I think would solve this whole thing? Mm. Taika. Well, yeah. Let's ask Taika what he thinks. Yeah. Yeah, but like, like for example, like Taika Waititi, who did Thor Ragnarok, like he spent a, a lot of time on that movie and he, I'm, I'm sure he put a lot of artistry into it. But that doesn't mean that, you know, because it's part of the cinematic universe that it's, you know, devoid of merit, you know. I don't think that you're saying it's devoid of merit. But it's like, that's, I mean, that's like if someone came out and compared, like, I don't know. Like, if someone looked at a podcast out there and said, this is like high art great podcast and then they looked at us and we're like you know i i i listened to an episode bad fan um, it's like it's like a theme park which hey that's a, that sounds fun hey yeah <laughs> like, take it i'll be like hey well hey I, we put a lot of time and effort into it you know we, we you know we put it out there and we do our best to give people a, a good show and so i guess that, 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 you also know, have to think about motivations would, to be fair yeah it is certainly you can't tell me they're not um, money driven sure superhero movies oh sure so they're also i mean come on now mm-hmm. let's not get you know yeah but you know i don't think they care as much about their fan bases one might like to sure but it's uh as i'd like to think mm-hmm. cool all right well uh let us know what you think. If you have any any thoughts, we'd love to hear from you. And thanks for the question, Winston. Winston! Yeah. So, all right. Well, I guess we can end off with our picks of the week. Uh, I have a couple things, actually, Chloe. If you... I have two things. One's a book. I don't know if that counts. Yeah. It's called Saturday Night Ghost Club. It'd make for a very good movie. Okay. So get on that. Not a very long book, so... Check it out. No pun intended. It's a little library joke. Classic. Thank you. That's like the the joke in It Chapter 2, right? Oh my God. <laughs> I love that movie. I know. And then, <laughs> and then um, I watched the first episode and a half of Election, literally on Netflix. I mm. watched it solely because I was like, I have not had a pick of the week in weeks and that's so irresponsible so let me just hop on this real quick and i don't know how to feel i think it's weird that they have like 35 year olds playing high schoolers oh. and it's that classic thing of like um did i say brian murphy yes isn't it ryan murphy ryan murphy is the guy who did american <laughs> horror story yeah i met ryan murphy earlier um. <laughs> okay that makes more sense so ryan murphy um, man, he's killing it. These also, days. did this? Oh, did he? Yes. Wow. So, um, 
So, but it's also that annoying thing of like, they're all super rich, so they have time for all this mishigas that nobody else has time for, you know what I mean? So it's very not relatable, so I don't really know how to feel about it yet, but it's also kind of interesting, and it kind of pokes fun at, like, it's still got the Ryan Murphy things that everyone loves, like, it talks, like, but also, it makes fun of, uh, uh, what's her name? That girl who pretended to be in the, well, the girl who killed her mom. She's in, like, a wheelchair. Everyone thought she was sick, and there was... Oh. Joey King and Patricia Arquette. Yeah. Anyway, that whole thing. So it's like a riff of that. But um the acting's really good. Like Zoe Deutsch is really good. And um um I didn't even recognize her. Jessica Lang is really good in it too. Mm. But like um oh shoot, what's his name? I love you, Evan, whatever his name is, is from that Broadway show. He's like not my guy, but I don't mm. know if he's supposed to be. Gwyneth is good in it. Again, she's basically a Margot Tannenbaum in it. Uh-huh. So, you know, that's the vibe. Yeah. Um, But I'm definitely not sold. Again, it's very unrelated. Like, it's very, like, okay. Which I'm yeah. getting sick of it. Trailer for Insatiable 2 came out. I'm ready. I liked Insatiable a lot. So. Nice. I'm excited for that. But that's basically all I have at the moment. All right. Well, I'll mention I watched Between Two Ferns, the movie. Where? Netflix. It's on Netflix? Yeah. Why didn't you recommend it to me? I would love that. I don't know, man. Come on. And so this is if... Uh, Gemma and I got to watch it. We love Between Two Ferns. Yeah, so Between Two Ferns is the the funnier die show by with Zach Galifianakis where he'll do these fake or mock interviews with different actors and celebrities. And Obama's. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's a great YouTube series and I've really enjoyed it. And this is a, a movie version where he is forced in order to keep the show going he needs to travel around the country to interview a bunch of different actors very quickly to kind of get a <laughs> a big project going again and get the popular yeah uh the populace back on his side and i gotta say i was it's okay Aww. i was very i was pretty disappointed Aww. it starts off well yeah. but there it just there's so much boring plot of oh. this like it, this road trip and he's dealing with these different character dynamics and yeah. it's just not that interesting and honestly like the 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 classic between two ferns types of interviews are just like quick they're just super yeah in and out and you don't really get time to enjoy those as much mm. and so it's okay it's watchable but i was a little disappointed there are a few good cameos like tessa thompson's in it it was cool wow. yeah mcconaughey is in it my man yeah and so it, it's okay a little underwhelming, kind of forgettable, but it's it, it passes the time. <laughs> then I, I rewatched Moonlight, which is on Netflix as well, and it's still just amazing. It I gets it gets Jenkins. better at, at every time, and it's ju- it's just so moving how he shoots this that movie. It's just and the, the performances are incredible, and I like mine better. But what if Beale Street could talk? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And which is on Hulu. I need to rewatch that. I haven't so watched it good. since the theater. But yeah, it's just it's Mahershala Ali is God. He's so good in yeah, it. He's good. Yeah, and so is what's the his girlfriend in it? Oh no, no, I'm blanking. She's fantastic. Shoot, she's I fantastic. Only, no, Naomi Scott. No, 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 no. Shoot. Yeah, she's so good Ugh. in it though. Excuse me for not rem- uh, remembering, but so annoying. Yeah, it's just and if you haven't seen it, give it a look. Give it a look. So, 
And then I rewatched Ocean's Eleven, which we talked about on the the bonus. Uh, Jacob and I talked nice. about on the heist movie special show, bonus show that's uh, on the the normal podcast feed, not on Bandcamp. And so you can check that one out. That was a really fun time. And then lastly, I rewatched The Girl in the Spider's Web, which is the the Elizabeth Salander Girl with the Dragon Tattoo sequel or reboot, whatever you want to call it. And it's it's still okay. It's it's watchable. It looks really good. I don't I don't mind Claire Foy in it, but the guy who plays Mikkel Bloom Bloom yeah. is, is just so terrible, so boring. And but I, I still I still enjoy it. I think it's a, a a watchable kind of trashy thriller. And I really like the girl who's her sister, who's from Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Mm. I really like her in it and the look of that character. And I there's just I just have this weird craving for these like. Um, uh, Nordic trashy thrillers like The Snowman. <laughs> then, and, and since all of them are like so subpar, I just have a craving for these like two and a half out of five movies. So weird. Like The Snowman, this movie. Um, and I mean the the original movies are much better, but I don't know. So there's something about them I just love. Yeah. So that one is on. I can't remember. Maybe Stars or something, but I don't know. Great. I don't know where things nobody where wants, things nobody, go. Nobody needs to know. Yeah, and the thing is, they were like expecting this to do better, and they lowered the budget. Yeah. It bombed horribly. Yeah, like at least Fincher's movie made a couple I hundred know. million. Like, <sighs> people are so stupid. Give me the Daniel Craig, so, Rooney Mara. Oh man, I'm such a shame. With the Trent Reznor score, ah, uh, the, the Watchmen show coming out in just a yeah. couple of weeks. I know. Looks good. Looks real good. <laughs> so I think that's about it. That's about it. Well, lovely. Yeah, Henry. Oh, I'm exhausted. It's been a great hundo. Yeah, and so yeah. Thank you for this having is me. yeah episode 100. People, if you didn't hear that at the beginning, episode <laughs> 100. <laughs> and um, so here's you know here's the 100 more, like Winston like said. Like Winston. Yeah, and next week on the show. I guess I guess the Adams family that's coming out next week. No. No? No Charlie Starin? No. No uh uh Finn no. Wolfhard? No. No. You're selling on him? Yep. <laughs> well, we'll figure something else out. Uh man, I'm so disappointed that the new Natalie Portman movie is supposed to be terrible. I don't care. The, the I'm Noah love Hawley. It. I'm gonna I'm gonna see it, but I love uh, Noah Hawley. Everyone can shut that fuck. Yeah, I, I was a little disappointed though. But yeah. I haven't even been seeing screenings for it around here. I I thought it was supposed to be out already. I think it's one of those where people decided it's bad. Yeah. So if maybe if that comes out soon we can do that, but we'll figure it out. And, we'll figure it out. And just stay tuned on on social media and all that and send us uh, emails. Yeah. With, with whatever. I don't care. You know, just just dying to know. So, well, Chloe, thanks for being here as always. Thanks for making it through Joker last night. Oh, we had, we had a great, we had a great little post movie talk as well. Post movie chat. We strolled around walk, the theater a walk couple around. times. Yeah, and uh, thanks for all of the time that you've put into oh the last one hundred or the last however many you've thank been on. You, Henry. Yeah, and here's to. You know, you already said that. To continuing. Okay. To keep going. You, you know? know? And thanks Always. to everybody who's listening, yeah, who's been on the you. show, who's helped us, you know, who's wow. sent in questions. You're cool if you have. You are. You're cool and, if you will. And so, yeah, thanks for all of the support. Don't forget to check out thefilmbuds.com, which Dot is, com. again, has been redesigned. It's Looks beautiful. great. Looks great. I'm putting more and more 
of the earlier shows on there, like Incredible. blog. So that's gonna be that's cool. The music buds, stay tuned for episode Your three hair of that. Looks great today. Oh, thanks so much. Mm-hmm. Had Your a shower. Baby kept falling off during the movie. It did. Well, because we were tilted up, and it was like, whoosh, whoosh, yeah. Whoosh. It was. I can I was basically out of my chair. I was really trying yeah, to slink out of there. She was. You know. I was trying to sand man my way out of there. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, check. Uh, stay tuned for music buds episode three. And if you haven't listened to that show, check it out. Check it. Donate. TheMusicBuds.com is there as well. Check it. Stuff. And so we have a lot of stuff. It's us it's talking. A, check out all of it. We don't, you know, it's it's fun. And sometimes it's even more fun than this episode where I made y'all sad. It's okay. I'm sorry. Hey. I made me sad too. If Joker made you sad. I cried. You're going to make. I almost cried yesterday at soccer as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. Some got shucked. What a, what a roller coaster. Some got shucked either. and I got so mad because it was unjust sense of mm. I said, hey, watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could have seen that. Yeah. Um, I, man, I, I, I don't cry nearly as much as you. Maybe <laughs> I should try. Who does? <laughs> I don't. Maybe I. It's good, though, because I have a dry eye. No, see the the thing is like whenever I even tear up, I just I like if I cry one night. Not saying I do that, but I'm saying if I cry one night, like the next day my eyes are just so dry for the whole day and they're so tired. So I'm like, you don't have a lot to spare. No, so I'm like, like if if I'm in the mood to cry, I'm like, no, let's let's hold it back. Let's hold it back because you got school tomorrow. Let's not. You're gonna be going in in and out of consciousness. Hold it back, Henry. Hold back the tears. Shoot, Uh, I'll get you some eye drops and you can cry whenever you want. Oh wow, that's comforting. Yeah. So, anyways, thanks again to everybody. We we love you, Henry. You're perfect. You're perfect too. Thank you. Let's check out whatever movie we're seeing next week. Heck let's, yeah, let's do, let's do it. You know, let's do it. So, all right. Not well, Am's Family to be fair. Okay. I've had enough freaking Am's Family reboots. True. I might see it anyways, but I know not with me. So yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we hope you enjoyed the show half as much as we did. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. <laughs>